Hello, everyone, and welcome to another trip to Nintendo Land. We're back to talk all things Nintendo here. Hello, I am Mike Burgess. I am joined by Alex O'Neill. Wahoo! Wahoo! Indeed. Um, we took a we took a little bit off. Like we took basically, like I would say, March off, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, just because there wasn't a lot of things going on, and that much that many things going on in the world in Nintendo, I'd say, um, in the in the midst of March, and there was a lot more going on, and in another world we're uh, very much involved with, which was the the world of Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so we focused on that a little bit, but we're back now to talk about Nintendo because a bunch of things now are popping off. Um, yeah, the big the the big honking one uh, we sh- will definitely be talking about is the Mario movie is out. And it is uh, making a lot of money to no one's <laughs> to no one's surprise, <laughs> as yeah. we're as we're learning today from from news we'll talk about. Um, also, also on top of that, we got finally some gameplay, um, a raw ass gameplay of Tears of the Kingdom to talk about. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of interesting stuff there. It was a ten minute video that was very fun. Uh, excited to talk about. Uh, plus, some games to talk about. Um, Mario Kart DLC came out. So we t- I-, I played a little bit of that. Um, some cool indies, um, and also uh, you've been playing. Uh, you've been the Pokemon addiction has uh, grabbed you, and I'm excited to hear more about those <laughs> things as well. <laughs> yeah, I've become a different human being. <laughs> excellent. That is, that is uh, excellent and, to and Nintendo put the 3ds and the Wii U in the ground. Yeah, we're yeah we will have our Nintendo 3ds uh, and Nintendo Wii U. Uh, eulogy in a little bit here uh, as <laughs> yeah. well this episode because yeah they shut down the servers on the shops finally so all the games are uh unobtainable which is you know it's always kind of sucks when they do this but you know that's just you know what nintendo does for whatever reason at this point um yeah. and at least they've you know ported some stuff but but yeah definitely a lot of games lost there that we'll talk about um later in the show but i figured you know, we we saw the Mario movie. Yeah, we together. Went, we together exactly. We we went out into to to the to the real world um, from our from our from our dingy dens that we usually <laughs> are always in. <laughs> I, yep. I won't even I won't even I won't even lie about that. That was that was the first time I had been in a movie theater probably since pre COVID. Like not okay. even not even exaggerating. Like that's that's how long it's been since I've gone to a movie theater or. Had a desire, so yeah, we went and saw the Mario movie in theaters, um, and I've seen all of it. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be well, like probably like, probably like a week or so since the movies come out. So I think I think personally, spoilers are fair game. So we will probably talk, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of everything that the movie and give our full so we can give our full thoughts here. But um, I wanted to give like this, yeah, that kind of general spoiler warning. So if you've not seen the movie and feel free to come back to this episode or maybe just skip later. Uh, into this episode for now um because we're gonna talk about it um the mario movie is a pretty good movie right pretty good movie yeah yeah i mean depending on who you ask it's either like a soulless corporate cash-in or <laughs> it's fine or it's fine it's, it's just it's just a, it's another movie that came out um yeah yeah I, d- I definitely saw a little bit of that too of like their the critic reviews kind of came out and they were pretty they were harsh ish um, but then, you know, the, the general sentiments of the, the, the world came out and maybe, maybe let's just say, I don't know, parents of children who would go see this movie went and saw it and liked it. 
Because maybe that's who it's for. It's just it's yeah. it's for a bunch of children, and that's okay. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't need to be anything more than that. Um, but yeah, I, I would say for myself, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it had there's, you know, as obviously as two people who host and talk about Nintendo in the podcast version, we we very much care about Nintendo and yeah. grew up on Nintendo and having decades of Mario as a character on a TV screen. I played you know, collectibles. I'm wearing a freaking Mario Kart shirt for God's sakes. Um, mm. It was, it's cool to just see a character that has been a part of my life or been in games. I played for my whole life and seeing them realized in a way that they just have not before. And in a very lovingly respectful way that like respects this, the source material, like, you know, it, it makes makes it a like cool experience to like see these references and rev, like make uh, reverence of these mute, the music, the characters, like all of the scenery and, and, you know, things you've seen from Mario for decades and decades in such a like cool way. And that's yeah. definitely that's definitely like I think was like the biggest thing that came out of it. Way, right. Where like if you are a person who has like lived in lived and grown up with video games in a close way and, and and specifically Nintendo games and Mario and like Donkey Kong and those kind of characters. Like, I think this will absolutely resonate with you in a, in a, in a, in a cool way. Yeah. Um, outside of that, from like, if you're just like somebody who wants to like, see a really like, I guess what these critics wanted, like a super thought out movie that's like supposed to like, you know, be push things or whatever, or, Exactly, you no, know, like have some kind of deeper elements to the storytelling. Like you're just you're not gonna get that here. Like at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, it is for kids. Like I personally like I'll, I'll be blunt about it. Like I don't really care what a bunch of people my age think about a Mario movie. Even though like I totally understand as a, as a fan of those games, I will like it. I I will know like you know Nintendo YouTube channels or sites and things. Of course, they're gonna love it people who don't really follow those things probably aren't going to love it. But at the end of the day, like the only thing I would care about is like when I go see my four year old, my four year old nephew and go, and once he's seen him, be like, did you like this movie? And he's going to be like, hell yeah. Blah, 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 and like start yelling off stuff. And I'd be like, hell yeah, dude. Like that's, that's all that matters. I don't care about, like, yeah. I don't care about it. Like an internet reviewer or a critic review or some rotten tomato score when it, when yeah. it comes to like a movie of this type. Right. So, um, but yeah, how, how are you kind of generally feeling about the Mario movie? Yeah, I know I leaned over to you like five times and was like, oh, the music. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. It just it just got me like there's a part where they play the the menu music from Mario Kart 8. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I immediately recognized it. And I was like, oh, I love the jazz is here. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I, I like I just found myself like truly grinning ear to ear, like through so much of mm-hmm the the movie just because like it's clear that the animators the artists just everyone that worked on this on the minute level like clearly just loves mario there's stuff in there that no one else would give a shit about right (laughs) yep for sure like like tiny kong from donkey kong 64 being with diddy and trixie like why would you pick that guy? Yeah, yeah. Why does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just like yeah. ton, tons of little details like that of like yeah, having that or having, you know, having moments like you said, like little musical flourishes 
that are just like mm-hmm. even if it's just like a, a quick piece of it of like I remember I it was one of those things where I didn't pick up during it like in the mood in the moment in the movie because a lot was going on but then like after the fact I was like sitting there thinking about it and being like oh yeah when they towards towards the later scene when they, I mean, they show this in trails again and we're getting in spoilers but like when they first when they first actually get like make their carts after like the cart selection stuff um they they go through they like jump on a rainbow road and uh, like a, a big updated remix version of the rainbow road music from the SNES like Mario Kart song starts yeah. playing and like and I didn't it, I I heard it and I definitely wouldn't like it's like that's definitely something but what was that exactly and then be like wow okay it was that and like yeah. that's right it totally was that that's awesome and like there's tons of flourishes across across the the movie like that of like you know when they the the opening bits of the movie and there's this whole scene where they like they leave this bar to like go do a plumbing thing and there's literally they literally go through a 2D construction site running yep. through a thing and it's literally them re- recreating one one the original Super Mario level in in the in the construction site like moment to moment while they're dodging construction workers that are like would be the Goombas or there's little like you can see the yellow boxes that'd be coins and they're jumping around. Yep. They grab a flag. You make you can hear like the little flag sound for grabbing a flag. You know, they there's tons of there's like stuff like that that's like super like specific that like you might yeah. you might not pick up on immediately, but then like once you see it and you're just like, oh oh yeah, of course they're they're t- doing this. That's that's really that's perfect. Yeah, like when uh, when Mario comes up from the green pipe and sees Peach's castle, you hear and you see the stained glass window. You hear specifically the Mario sixty four Peach's castle like yeah. chime of when you walk in, and I was just like, oh, that just really got me for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, um, yeah, and they they use that stuff really well. Again, in in a way that makes me feel like, oh, like these people just really love Mario. Yeah. Um, and and I guess like I understand to some extent, right? Like this is not like a Pixar movie, like Inside Out, where like it, on one level it is for kids, and on another level it will emotionally devastate you for the rest of your life, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not that. It's not. It doesn't have any like kind of ball drop, like huge dramatic moments. Yeah, that, or that like lead or to- like extra, like an like an ulterior, like kind of like an extra story layered yeah. layered upon it for adults, right? Yeah, it definitely has like messages and I was really curious what the the message of Mario would be, right? Like cuz he's never had like a voice not not just literally, but like in a more, you know, metaphorical way of like what does Mario convey message-wise to the player? It's more just like this is for fun, have fun. Uh, and the message is like, hey, never give up, right? Which does apply really well to Mario as like this kind of trial and error game. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was that was pretty clever. And I thought that was a good message, um, even in spite of like things that are more successful or more, uh, you know, trite. Mario doesn't give up. Uh, right. the, the, the weirdest stuff for me, and it's not like bad. It's just like weird is like adding characterizations to characters who have literally no care. Like Luigi is the most characterized Nintendo character yeah. in that group of anyone because he's like so physically expressive. Yeah. Um, right. And, and you know, he, his games are kind of all about that Luigi's mansion games. And so like, he is true to him. Like he's kind of yep. scared. He's nervous. He's gun shy. But like when it comes down to it, he's, he's going to show up and, and save the day. Um, which was great. I thought Luigi did a great job with that. It was like, you know, Mario has just been like the hero guy. So 
stuff like Mario seeks his dad's approval <laughs> and, <laughs> and Mario hates mushrooms. Yeah. It's like weird things that like I will still never associate with Mario, even though this movie really wants me to. Yeah. Right, so right. that stuff I thought was kind of weird and just funny. Uh, and like, again, not, not bad. I don't think yes. but just weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just, I love, I loved the vibe. I love Princess Peach is a huge standout for me. I thought they just did a great job with her. Yeah. Um, She's, yeah, she was really cool. She was really, was, really cool in that. And like the, the cool, like sort of weird, like a weird idea, like the, thinking of like, oh yeah, like I guess like, you know, Beach Peach is a human in this world this whole time. Like how did mm-hmm. she get here? And like, they kind of like don't really outright like give direct answers to that by any means. But it's like yeah. it, it was an interesting idea that like you know they never have explored in like normal Mario world or Mario games like yeah. like it really wouldn't it really wouldn't matter like you said like the weird concepts of Mario Mario this whole time has just hated mushrooms and yeah and seeking approval from his family and, and they're like they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like mama boys because because like yeah they, they've been helping him out this whole time and stuff like that yeah. Yeah, lives with his parents, mm-hmm. you know, has has basically a race car bed without a race car bed type deal. Yeah, like, really, really, of, really likes Kid Icarus for whatever reason. <laughs> and I it think all the like time. the world at large, like the real world that we start in is like in the 80s, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe? yeah, uh, sort of, kind of, at least it seems like it. Yeah, because you don't really have like modern stuff there but then also they go to that one house for like the yeah the one thing, house it's is like really nice it's like modern. really yeah, it's like super modern so like they were yeah they kind of very very take very much liberties with that kind of stuff um and and just like i was talking about it with uh mr brian obishin jackson uh who also loved it um mm-hmm. and and the emotional resonance of like mario and luigi for him like actually really got him uh yeah. which is cool I, I i really liked that he brought up like it was so nice to have a story about two people that love each other, the, the brothers. Yeah. And they, there was no artificial division brought up between them. Right. Right. Obviously yeah. they get separated, but it isn't like they got in a fight. And the last thing Mario said was something mean to Luigi. It's like, no, and then, and was, then they got to make it. They got to make up and make things, up. Right. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a good call out. Cause that is pretty, that's like a pretty tropey like thing. Super tropey. And, and like uh, instead, did, the fact they didn't pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, instead they just kind of did Luigi is the damsel in this instance and Mario right. has to save him, which is fine, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it leads to them being kind of separate for most of the movie, but you did get more of them together up front than I thought you would. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's weird, but it's fun. And I think like I don't even think you need to like turn your brain off to enjoy it. I think it is just enjoyable. It's just a yeah. fun ride and it's just a a wonderful 90 minutes. It just flies by. Yeah. If it, yeah. if it was two and a half hours, I would be upset, but it was not, <laughs> yeah. it was a breeze. It's just 90 I, minutes. Yeah. I definitely see if, if I was a kid, when this movie came out, this would be one of those movies that I have on repeat all, all the, the time. time because yeah. I watched like the Super Mario animated show from the eighties, like on man. VHS all the time when I was growing up because I just liked Mario and I liked the Mario stuff. And this is way better. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way, way better. I'm definitely curious again. Yeah. Cause that's, that'd be my thing. My four year old nephew is like, he got, he's super into Sonic because he saw like Sonic movies and then that turned mm-hmm. him on to like games and stuff. But he like, he does like Nintendo stuff. Like, like mainly right now it's like Kirby and like Splatoon and some stuff like that. So I'd be nice. curious, like, 
when he goes and sees this movie, will it be a snare like that where, like, you know, by this time, you know, by the time the movie's on streaming, it's like we watched my, you know, my sister and brother in law be like, well, yeah, we've watched this movie like 10 times already this past week. Yeah. Like, I could totally see it being that, like, kind of moment for, for him. And that's, like, really cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's just, yeah, other, other than like the, the Mario Brothers themselves, like a lot of the other cast, I think, did a pretty good job overall. Like, yeah. I think the one weird one again was, you know, which we, which we called about and memed about plenty of times on the show was Seth Rogen and being Donkey Kong. <laughs> and like, like, I think the thing that was like, that was like, again, it was like you said, it wasn't bad, but it was just like weird. Was that like he didn't even attempt to be anybody else but Seth Rogen, but just like in a yeah. Donkey Kong voice. He like, this was he just literally sounds exactly like Seth Rogen. He straight up does Seth Rogen laughs as Donkey Kong. Like that's not oh, even that's not even so like a joke. Good. We it's we so we good. both we both we like lost were, it. we lost it in the theater <laughs> when that happened. It just broke both of us. I was like my like face was down. Yeah, I was losing it. <laughs> that was that was I could I wasn't. It's not prepared to just unabashedly be just Seth Rogen just really right just, there, just talking as Donkey Kong and saying things you would expect. Donkey Kong as like, you know, they kind of set it up that very, very classic kind of rivalry that they had and animosity. I love that too. It, it was, it was really fun. Just like them, just like Donkey Kong and just being like saying really mean things to him the whole time. And like Mario being the shit of him as a cat. Mario was like, oh. was like a fun moment and just, yeah. 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 It was really well done. And of course, like Jack Black as Bowser oh, crushed it, crushed it was really good. Like, I did not expect like it was like one of those things where it was just like I was I was curious how much like musicy kind of stuff was going to be in the movie because I know there was like some stuff like pre-release that like people made like quote unquote leaked versions of the script and people were like it's a musical it's going to be so much stuff and I was like man this is probably not going to be that but who knows I don't know <laughs> I don't know what this is going to be you know what I mean so it was just like sure. a, one of those moments but then you know, you, you just kind of got like the one really big musical moment which they did like kind of went back to a couple times through the movie and that was like i think that was really well done um yeah. and i've already and seen there's like a there's like an actual like live music video of him dressed kind of as like in like a really fancy suit as bowser doing a rendition of that that's just apparently i haven't watched the video but it looks kind of fun from the little screenshots i saw and um, his bowser's piano that he's playing on says ludwig von koopa on it which yes. is that was yeah. fucking good yeah that was great <laughs> Um, really, really, really fun stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really great movie. Um, I'm excited to like have that movie out like in a, in a more yeah. easily, easily watchable form. Cause I probably would watch it again. And also just to see like, you know, I love like the YouTube stuff of like people scouring through the movies and finding every little detail and stuff. I've definitely seen videos like that already. And they've like kind of pointed out fun stuff. Like a lot of most, yeah. most of the things we kind of already have said, but like, you know, I always love when, like, you know, you get those little details and are able to pull out those details and stuff. I think it's always really fun. And this movie is just, like, chock full of that stuff. Um, and just, yeah, just, like, a, it was a, a really cool celebration of Mario. Like, I'm glad it was, like, the – it was a larger breadth of Mario stuff. It wasn't just, like, full-on classic Mario stuff of, yeah, you know, just Donkey Kong stuff, Mario v. Donkey Kong stuff the one, one stuff, but there was also, like you said, like there's, they straight up have the Mario Kart eight, like cart Mario Kart selection, like music in the, in the movie. And there's a whole scene where they're selecting carts and it's straight up like the same as like the little dials in the game. And they got the anti-grav, they they got the anti-grav stuff. Anti-gravity. You know, like they pulled like the cat suit from Mario 3d world and had the whole Mm -hmm. sequence with that. 
um, you know, King Bomb Bomb and, and like uh, like Mario 64 stuff was in there, too, as like a nice little reference. You know, they use all kinds of power ups that are all like through the different games and stuff. So yeah. it was it was cool to see it being like not just like a very sl- small selection of what they thought was the best or quote unquote like m- most known Mario stuff, but things from like you know years of Mario all all within the movie was uh, really well done. Yeah, and I I appreciate that you know say what you will about the the licensed music, which was weird for sure. Yes. Uh, I think that's like an Illumination thing. It seems I've I've never yeah. seen an Illumination movie before this. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's very eighties focused, um, which I like there. there it, it feels like a love letter to the era that Mario started in, right? The plot of this is about Mario versus Donkey Kong type stuff. Uh, it's about, it has 80 music thrown in. It, it certainly references the most modern of the games, but it, it feels like it is starting from the original beats of Mario, uh, which I think is cool. I, I, I think that's like a more interesting direction than like Mario going to eight castles and fighting all the Koopalings and stuff uh, or or whatever, right? Like they could have easily done like Super Mario World uh, because that's the biggest touchstone, but instead they went with Jumpman and Donkey Kong and and had a, a, a lot of like what is would make up that kind of story. Um mm-hmm. And Bowser is great, and and like the 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 vibe of the story to me just reminds me a lot of like the Mario and Luigi games specifically, like how Bowser is written is very similar to those. How Mario and Luigi's relationship works is very similar to those as well. Like they're always yeah. so happy to be reunited and are now hugging like immediately when they see each other and yeah. stuff. And I love that. That's like the best part of those games is them being together. And obviously they're apart for most of this but you get that moment of them coming back together. Uh, And yeah, kind of like reworking what Peach is to the Mario universe to be what she is more modernly of like a badass hero in her own right who gets out there and kicks ass on her own uh, as opposed to like just immediately plucking Peach away and putting her in some castle with Bowser. Um, You could add a lot of fun with that, I'm sure, with Bowser and Peach scenes, which we we don't get enough of because they're so good. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciated this way more because it makes Peach a way better and more interesting character, and it makes right. that relationship with Mario uh, kind of like flirty and and like maybe they have a mutual crush on each other, like feel way more believable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They 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 make that stuff like work for sure, um, mm-hmm. in, in like a, in a good way. That yeah, right. Exactly. Like it's not just kind of like. It's in some ways like the, the 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 Bowser and Luigi interactions we get felt more like a classic like what you what you would think like a beach Peach is captured by Bowser like scene would be um, yeah and and it's and it's pretty and it's pretty well done um, and just yeah like you said Bowser has definitely has the vibe of just like he to his to his minions and like his underlings he is like you know the cool guy and it's like everyone believes in him but then like you know he he outs himself as just like he has a crush on peach <laughs> and all the time and he's just like becomes almost immediately jealous of mario even though like yeah. mario's been in the mushroom kingdom for like 30 seconds and he's just like what and he's like starts <laughs> losing his mind about it and it's 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 well done yeah um, yeah, but yeah, Jack Black is great as Bowser. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we just learned as of today. I pulled just a quick news article um, to talk about this because I feel like this shouldn't be a surprise. Um, but as of as of uh, this this recording, the Mario movie is projected to make 
three three point or three hundred and sixty eight million dollars um, by by Sunday. So that would be a five day global opening. And if it, if it hits that mark, which it seems like it will, more likely according to all this stuff, this will be the biggest opening for an animated movie ever. <laughs> so Jeez. so there you go. Like not surprising in in the slightest, in my opinion. Like I thought this movie was going to be pretty massive. Yeah, I mean, we were in a theater with the most people I've seen in a theater in like three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's not surprising. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, this movie, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be huge. Um, again, you know, again, we've talked a lot about these spoilers. You know, there are some post credity scenes that could allude to a sequel. Um, they tease they tease a. Um, Kind of sort of the end of the movie is some of the Mario or the Mushroom Kingdomy world stuff kind of crosses over briefly into the real world in the Brooklyn because they actually are from Brooklyn, um, and then but then the poster scenes we see kind of the 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 sewers that they're in during the movie you see a Yoshi egg uh, down in the down in the sewers crack open and then kind of cuts cuts out so that you know nothing nothing like crazy there but you know it seems like. You know, they just kind of left it wide open to do whatever they want to do next. Um, yeah. With with a another movie, like what what would you, what would you want from another Mario movie? I I don't think I would want uh, like Mario and Peach go to the real world. I don't think like that. That's not necessarily an exciting idea to me. I was I'm, kind of worried at the end where it's like, how weird are we gonna get? But it was just like for this big fun action scene, and then right. you know everything's kind of resolved. No, no one in Brooklyn questioning why there's a giant lizard man breathing fire. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about but, it. It's fine. <laughs> but Mario and Luigi take care of him. So it's not a big deal. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if that's like the direction that they're going or, or just that they're teasing that, you know, Yoshi's going to be a big part of the next one, just like Mario right. 64. Um, but yeah, I would say like, um, uh, Galaxy would be like the the number one thing I'd want them to do, or something like Yoshi's Island inspired. Um, and the Koopalings, I, I you got to get the Koopa Kids in there. I yeah. I want to see Ludwig von oh, Koopa. <laughs> I want to see Wendy. I want to see Boom Boom. I want to see them all. Uh, that yeah. that's the dream. I think like uh, or or like a Sunshine style. Uh, Mario and Peach go on vacation together, and Bowser comes to wreck the the day. I think that could also be great. Um, yeah, there's plenty of room for for fun stuff. I do think like this is a very safe movie. It, you know, it, yeah. it's very conventional. Um, you know, it's just a hero story. It's a hero who seeks father's approval specifically, which is yeah, again, then it goes to the stranger in a strange land, and yeah, it's pretty. It's uh, a lot, a lot of definitely a lot of tropes. Yeah, stuff that like I would not the tropes I would have expected you to do for like a first Mario movie, right? Um, like origin story stuff that like, you know, whatever. But I, I do hope that they do lean into something a little bit more meaningful, impactful. Um, and I think like Rosalina's story is like a really good place to do that because that's like weirdly the most impactful Mario story out there is like Galaxy One and Rosalina and self-sacrifice and, and protecting the Lumas and the stars and stuff like I, I would love that, uh, and I think that's like a, a, a ripe yeah. opportunity for some good storytelling. 
Yeah, that'd be a good way to twist it, especially because, like, I think one thing that's bringing that up is, like, I did not like, I kind of did not like the Luma that was in this movie. Yeah, so it was, was kind of overplayed a little bit. Yeah, you know? it was a little overplayed. So that'd be my one, that'd be my one fear with them going down the galaxy route, just as, like, sure. them using the minions as sort of their, since it is Illumination, they, they like their weird silly characters that make Child-like a lot of noises, noises yeah. the minions and whatnot. And I would fear that they would try and push the Lumas as that kind of thing again. So like, that'd be my one fear with that. But like there, there's a lot of avenues they could go. Like, yeah, like you said, like having, you know, Yoshi and having more characters appear. Mm-hmm. I would love like a Wario Waluigi inclusion, some oh, yeah, shape true. or form, like bring them in. They were not in the movie as they far were, as I they, know. They're not, in, they're not really referenced at all in the movie. So I would love some kind of Wario Waluigi, like, you know, maybe they maybe they, they are from, they were also in Brooklyn or from the city or something. And then they see this happen and they're like, why do these guys get to do that? We can do that too. Like, and then like, they like maybe figure something out or like maybe they, they infiltrate and break out Bowser or something to like get him on his side or something. And they like, like him or something or, or like the Koopa kids, the Koopa kids would be fun to like have the Koopa kids, like, attack the the mushroom you know mushroom kingdom and save bowser and and you know have, have this weird you know the weird father figurey stuff going on with bowser because like it's i don't think it's ever really said that he's like they're like straight up his kids or how these kids came to be yeah they, they this could is do the weird, time to they could do weird, they could do weird fun stunt stuff with that of having these in there um yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely, plenty of options, and obviously, <laughs> the money this movie is making, it's that's a pretty safe bet to say, like, you know, there would probably be another Mario movie in the in the in the future for sure. Yeah, I mean, while I was watching this, like toward the end, especially, I was like, we are going to see a Zelda movie in the future. You know, we're gonna see other sure. things. Like, I, I can, I this is now reality, uh, and yeah. we can't escape it. I don't know, you know, like dream <clears throat> is like a samurai style silent movie or silent protagonist movie yeah or like a, done I, in in the miyazaki style uh of like link just going and helping people and it being like tales from hyrule yeah, type thing i would love i would love a, a similar idea but done by ghibli yeah like ghibli, have, that's what i have, have ghibli do the do the like the art and the visual style of it but yeah it is just Link going around like helping people, and then you know Ganon shows up, and you, if I Ganon, he doesn't really have to say anything at all. Yeah. It can just be a cool, really well, style really story. well animated movie. Yeah, that'd be that'd be yeah. that'd be super rad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, it's probably it, something is going to happen. I hope it's probably not going to be that because Dreams, you know, corporations <laughs> like to yeah. to sully those with money. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I am, you know, this we are in a new reality. Like I don't. The, I, a lot of people are kind of upset about the the lack thereof of, of a deeper feeling in this, but like I am totally fine with Nintendo for this first outing that they are very heavily involved in to be like a, more careful and cautious, right? Like yeah. they just didn't want to make it bad, you know? Yeah. And I don't think this is bad by any means. It might be like a little hollow or not as deep as you want it to be. But like it's like a good message and fun for kids to watch, and that's what Nintendo's always tried to yeah. to push. And yeah, and I am sure. okay with them airing on the side of safe uh, versus like doing something risky that might have like s- s- soured some people. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't sour their their 
the, their biggest mascot on the planet, which is fucking Mario. Like they can't really yeah. get crazy with that. Like where they, they can do that. It may be a video game sense. Sure. Cause there's been so many Mario games, but his first movie. Yeah. They got to They got to I think they, 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 they made the right choice. Um, yeah. but yeah, fantastic movie overall. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it again. I can't wait to watch it at home. Yeah. I'll definitely boot it up again once it's on streaming stuff, um, wherever it lands and then, um, whatever, you know, whatever they decide to do next. I look forward to the, the five years from now when, you know, video game movies become like Marvel movies and everybody just hates everything. Yeah. And they, and they can't enjoy a single thing in their body because they, they yeah. need so much of this stuff. When in reality, you can just kind of ignore it and move on with your life if you don't like it instead of being. It's it, it's going to be. It's, the, it's, it's, it's ruining. It's ruining movies and cinema because they make so much of it. And it's like, actually, no, I, most things are fine, actually. It's yeah, okay. it's going to be the Call of Duty movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson that breaks people, <laughs> I think. <laughs> It's not uh, real for people out there yeah. yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has to make live action Moana first and then call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the other, in the other uh, world of Nintendo outside of the games, we said the, we got 10 minutes. Finally, AG Anuma showed us 10 minutes of tears of the kingdom gameplay. Uh, finally giving us just some raw gameplay, not some little snippets or barely 30 seconds of a thing in a trailer um, that you can have no idea what's happening, but you can't, but you can maybe, maybe can, I don't know. Who knows? Question marks. Z- Link Zelda's dead. We don't know. Who knows? Nobody God knows. knows. Who and knows? It's, it's all over the place still. Um, and so, I love that. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say in most, in most ways it's, it's totally fine. Um, I, 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 I like, I like the build, the build up that they're trying to do with this, but it was nice to just see like, okay, here's, here's like, here's what you can actually do in this game. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's like some things you can do in the game. Just like clearly, clearly very early in the game, what they showed, you know, it's straight up seems like it is taking the breath of the wild of like, all right, here's like your set of abilities you get. And then we just let you loose. Like it, it yeah. seems like you just, he, he, He's at that point in the game where he's already gotten those abilities and you're let loose to just do things. And he showed off the four new abilities and some of the Sky Island game, Sky Island stuff. Um, and and gave more context to like what was seen in the last trailer with some of the vehicles and being like, what the fuck is this nuts and bolts two or something? <laughs> and then like, it's, you know, spoilers, it, it kind of is, but kind of isn't like it's, yeah. it's, it's done in its own interesting uh, breath of the wild way. Like, I think, I think it really just shows like they kind of took a lot of things that people clearly like t- took the internet ablaze about breath of the wild and getting years of clips, post that game of like people making weird contraptions, like flow up in the air, find these weird interactions. And they went all in on like doing that with the gameplay of like, now one of your abilities literally just gives you the ability to fuse anything to already existing weapons and gear you have. And they all have some kind of interaction, which like is fucking insane to me. You wonder right. why this game took so fucking long. Yeah, to it took, make, six, right? took six years. It took longer. You know, people were like, it's the biggest break between Zeldas. And it's like, okay, they even in this few minutes of gameplay, they clearly showed like why that was. Yeah. How many tens of thousands of unique interactions uh, can yeah, you make with like yeah. two sticks? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So the gameplay, yeah, the gameplay starts off. Yeah, he just gets a stir. He gets a stick and puts a rock on it. One one thing is he points out that is like the, the stick is um, was about to break, but he stuck a rock to it and that essentially put it into a fixed or more durable state. We don't know that, but like honest, honestly, um, that's cool that there's like at least some kind of thing for people who wanted to maybe to have better durable weapons or not have to worry as much about the breakable weapons. But I, mm-hmm. but honestly, the, the couple scenes before that, and as soon as I saw, he like whacked the weird little guardian dude three times and the sticks said durable. I went like, let's fucking go. I, just, like, <laughs> I literally like scream that. Cause that's like the whole point of the game. It's the whole game. It's the whole point of the game. is like having these, having that interaction. And like, and if you don't like it, like that's fine, whatever, man, like you do not understand this game and like want a boring ass open world game. Like that's like not the point of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, beef aside with that stuff like it's cool that they at least like like it seems like there might be some lead way with like you know i'm sure that you will get better weapons and better gear than like what what are the the potential of like what has happened when you get a great like royal two-handed broadsword and put a rock on the tip of that that's just gonna look stupid and silly but you can do it (laughs) what happens when you get two swords and just put them together can link like yeah darth maul darth maul like two swords (laughs) yeah that's yeah totally we don't know because yeah. like again they showed us two interactions like a stick and a spear and it's like okay super long spear yeah. i'm sold yeah <laughs> awesome they, sh- they showed us like a billion him just like pulling up a quick swap menu of just uh, your whole selection of just like generic ingredients or like craftable like material from the previous games can just be plonked onto the tip of an arrow and all of them mm-hmm. have different interactions so, like as obvious ones like oh you probably get like a fire jelly or an ice jelly and that'll make your yep. ice arrows or your electric ones or your fire ones but then he puts a freaking bat eyeball one of like the most basic items in the game and it makes him freaking homing arrows <laughs> like yeah. that's just like crazy and then like they showed he had like a korok leaf and like a piece of meat and it's like what is putting a piece of meat on there do it could be <laughs> it could be completely useless and that'd be fine that'd be funny i could just shoot meat at enemies or maybe like shooting a piece of meat onto an enemy near an animal makes it like attack him or something like that could be cool yeah again and i think that's like the purpose of this video is already to get those people that played 300,000 hours of Breath of the Wild to like get their gears turning of like what yeah. can I what do can I, what can I do with with just that system and that's not and that's like detached from like oh yeah I can just build a fucking hovercraft in this game because <laughs> yeah. whatever because he'd show multiple uses of that of like he just builds a makeshift raft and like puts and like plops these little wind turbines on them yeah. turbines on them to like go across the water but we've seen like other trailer footage where like he makes like makeshift like minecart tracks or like grinding tracks across like rails and stuff and we've seen like now there's like those tracks are like also connecting like sky islands so you can like make those up in the sky and make stuff like that and it's just like wow that's that's really cool there's a lot of opportunities to like build that stuff um I saw like a cool breakdown, of course, from the, the game explained people um, showing like the idea that like, you know, some of the stuff is battery powered and it shows like when you smack one of them, um, you smack one of them that like basically starts the battery, 
but uh, they they smart like think they made a good catch when they when they show that battery. It's above Link's head. It's not like attached to the item. So they're thinking mm. the battery stuff is more tied to like one of the new tools or things you're getting. That's gonna be like one of your upgradable options, like your yeah. hearts or stamina. It might be another thing like that where you are getting like this. Like they show this little like item he has in his belt that has like a little like green like uh, like almost like yes. a plug. And Which like, we've seen a lot of in the trailers. Yeah, and it's had like different different amounts of those little like plugs in it. So we're assuming that might be how he gets his battery power, or you increase that battery power to then use like maybe maybe like make those kind of things last longer, or like or make maybe, bigger ones, or make bigger ones, or like have like yeah, maybe there's bigger things that use that power that that can power that kind of stuff. Um, things like, you know, the, 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 I think the ability is called ultra hand, which is the thing he uses to like connect pieces. Um, you can see like when he, when he activates that ability, you can see like more like big floating little pieces of rock that also glow the same way you can interact mm-hmm. with things. So people also thinking that's going to be like whatever the equivalent of like the, some of the moves in breath of the wild where you could like grab things and like move it around with like his hand and stuff. So it seems like you might also be using that for like puzzles potentially in the game as well, like move stuff and, and, and like, uh, kind of use hopefully not use gyro controls, but probably use gyro controls to like move island things around. Um, <clears throat> it seems like there, are, it seems like it's hard to say if there's like shrine equivalents in this game, because people have noticed a lot, you know, that was, I think it came up in talk in the previous trailer too, of like, there's not there, like the sh- original shrines are very clearly gone. You can see like the most clearly in this gameplay, because he straight up walks, Right at the start of the video, he walks past a stable where their breath wild is like a directly across from it. There's a you know shrine that is no longer there. It looks like it's like a it's like they're building something, rebuilding something there almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the plot of land where it was, but you see like we've seen like other things like that in footage that could potentially be a shrine, or maybe they just could be like fast travel points. Um, we don't really know fully like where that kind of stuff comes in. That stuff could just all be moved into like proper dungeons. We still don't know if there's like proper dungeon in this game. It's still very possible. We know there's like some underground stuff and cave, cave cavern sections that are now in the game. Cause you can see like in some of the mini map footage, if you look there, you can see like they show entrances and exits of caves on like structures of land when they have the map available to them. You can see on the mini map. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking right now. I see that. I did not notice that before. Yeah, yeah. You can see like it's mainly on the skyline there, but I would assume that's like, as long as you have the map uncovered, um, they show, they can show it. They show the map, like where the entrances is. And if you've gotten an, um, if you finish them, you can also see at some point in the footage where like it shows a little check mark, like next to the, the, on the cave entrance itself. So it'll show like if you've like cleared out those areas and stuff. So clearly there will be more of those around the world to like go into and seeing stuff like we've seen from various footage. Um, so yeah, like it was you, just like, honestly, the, the simplest thing of, you know, the first thing they show is, uh, the reverse time ability, uh, and him just like getting on a brick that fell from the sky and just floating just all fl- the way fly, to the top, flying all the way top. Seamlessly. Seamless, seamless, no frame drops too. I mean, you know, obviously this is a very curated demo, but I'm sure that's what they've been working on for probably like the last nine months with performance. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, he just gets like knocked off and he's like, oh, well, all beans. And they just go to back down the bottom and just, yep. And just, and and just like and there, just it's freely like, dives. It's like, oh, the Skyward Sword dream of what it could have been if it was good is finally <laughs> yeah, here. <laughs> finally, yeah, if you didn't have to sit here and load a billion times. 
going mm-hmm. to, to and from the sky and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really, really, really powerful like footage just seeing that simply done. We're just like, wow, yeah, cool, awesome. Yep, I I will easily spend hundreds of hours in this world again. <laughs> just yep, from exactly. that alone. Like it's like that's all like this this that this like, you know, I already pre ordered the high like the, the super collector's edition or whatever for this game a while mm-hmm. ago. But this was even more so sold me. I'm just like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm going to spend hundreds of hours in yeah, this world I can't again. Wait. I can't wait. Um, it's going to be magic. Pure it's, magic. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to, to think this. But I like it's, it's, it is that that realization of like more so right now, you know, just recording this is dawning on me that we're only a month away from this. Game. Yeah, the next the next episode of Nintendo Land we record oh, will be oh, our oh, Tears Breath of the Kingdom, Kingdom episode. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, freaking can't wait for this game. It's, it's going to be so much fun stuff. Um, e- yeah, even, even like if I, I don't see myself being the person that's going to be super into like the vehicle building, depending on how much it's involved in the game, like mm-hmm. I might mess with it and dab with a little bit, like just like the idea of like being able to swap freely and try out all of these weapon, weapon combinations or bow and arrow combinations and, going traveling through the world in a, in a completely different way. Like there's just so much of that stuff. That's like, just like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so ready. Uh, yeah. So ready for it. Yeah. I, I it's just like, <laughs> I, they know what they're doing, right? Like they know yeah. that they're not talking about anything with this. Like truly, we don't even, we know the inciting incident. Yeah. Um, we, whereas we, like, yeah, like we have, we like pretty much everything they've shown. It's probably going to be like, all we've seen is probably going to be done within like the first like hour or two of the game, right? Probably like like pretty much everything we've seen in this game is like we're going to have inner hands within the hour two. We've not seen you know hours beyond that. So yeah, it's just it's crazy, right? Like there is so little we still don't know about this game, and it's very intentional. Like I know some people walked away pretty frustrated from this, and I, I do get it. Like like you know, not some people did not love some of the Breath of the Wild stuff, wanted more traditional stuff. The thing is, like, I I know that this is not like the death of traditional Zelda games. Like, I'm sure they will come back in some way, shape, or form. Um, this is like them monopolizing on the opportunity where they had the engine, they had the system, they had the team. Of course, they want to make more of this game. Uh, and I, they know that the best part of that game was finding everything. You know, finding it for yourself. And yeah. that that is the thing. Like that first week when I was just lost in Hyrule one of the greatest weeks of video gaming in my life, right? Yeah. Like just, yeah. just incredible. Cause I didn't know that there was going to be a town, right? Like I didn't yep. know what Kakariko would village would look like. And it's like this traditional Japanese era town. I'm like, I like, I, I just, I, my brain is melting just absorbing all this. So all of that mystery still exists with this game, even though we've seen three trailers and a 10 minute demo and all this. And I love that. I'm grateful for that because yeah. the best parts Unlike every movie that trailer we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say it's talking about the Mario movie. Like, I like yeah. I like that movie, but like, I I saw a lot of pre pre release like trailer footage, and like, there's definitely like a solid amount of that movie I had already seen in like a trailer yeah. form, which was like that's just how it is nowadays. Yeah, sure. and this is the the polar opposite. They want they are showing you like, hey, this is the kind of wild shit that you can just figure out when you play it. So have fun, you know. Yep. And then like, right, you know, peace. Yeah, and you're just like, slap yes. you on the back of the head and have a f- fun time. And, yep. And it's yeah, I, I love that the sense of discovery is being like very very intentionally cultivated here mm-hmm. uh, and kept and kept kind of sacred. And a lot of video games like either don't have the luxury of doing that because they gotta like tell people why they should yeah. buy this game, 
or or just don't have like the PR people that are okay with doing that. Yeah, uh, right. Like you, you can tell like somebody at Nintendo PR is like, please just just show them something because yeah. we have no marketing for this game. Yeah. Uh, and Ao Newman is like, I'll sit down for ten minutes. I'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I I love that. I am so like we talked about it I, a couple episodes ago of like you know I, if they announce Nintendo Direct for Zelda, I don't know if I want to watch it just because right. like I, I kind of want to go in as blind as possible. This is perfect, you know. Like I got yep. the tease that I needed. I get it. I'm here. I'll be there. And let's go. Yeah, you know? yeah. At this point, like yeah, they could just put out like the like I would imagine they put out like one more trailer, and that's probably it, right? Like it'd probably mm-hmm. be like, and that'll be like. You know, the launch trailer, the, the day, yeah, like days within it coming out. So at that point, you're like pretty much safe to just be like, I'm just gonna jump in, whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'd be curious if they do anything else with besides that. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they will anything, yeah, I'm anything, sure. anything major. Like they might, they might, maybe they'll, they'll do some like previews or something, but like, sure. I, I doubt it. Um, it'll be anything major um, that they can talk much more. Like it'll, they won't probably show much more else outside of what they've shown i feel like at this point because we are yeah. yeah we're only a freaking month away from tears of the yeah. kingdom and that is uh super uh, it's only been six years <laughs> exciting yeah just yeah just a, a, a yeah small six-year wait but you know we are here new zelda uh. can't can't uh wait it's gonna be gonna be a good time uh for sure it's really really excited after seeing that footage um, for a new Zelda game. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll, we can go ahead and, uh, pour out, pour one out, everyone. Uh, the 3DS and Wii, Wii U eShop have been shut down. I think that mm-hmm. was, that was what, that was like a week or two ago, I think. In 27th. Yeah. 20, the 27th. Yeah. It was like about like two weeks or so, uh, from when this will drop. Um, yeah. Nintendo being Nintendo, they didn't want to keep running the shops, so they they are shut down. You no longer can purchase games uh, from those shops anymore. I definitely think like the Wii U, um, I think is uh, probably okay considering at this point most big Wii Wii U games you would want are on on the Switch, and like there, I wouldn't be surprised if some more come. I think really yeah. more than anything, they search the 3DS a lot, right? Like this is, yeah, this is, this is, that's a, that's a bummer for the 3DS because there's a tons of fantastic games on there. Yeah. I don't know what this means for like, I didn't look into this in terms of like, what does this mean for like the Pokemon, like home stuff in like online. So I think I said, it's just done. You're just done. Like if you had, it's so uh Pokemon bank and Pokemon transfer kit is now free. And oh, okay. will just be free indefinitely. Um, okay. Of course, I didn't know that before I spent uh, $10 to get another year subscription this last few days. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> just if you were worried about it, if you were able to download those apps before the eShop closed, you're, you know, those will work. Okay. Uh, Got indefinitely. Got it. Um, I think, I think, I mean, I think honestly I had that stuff, but then I, I lost I don't think I have the 3DS that had that stuff on there anyway mm. at this point. So I think I think I'm I think I'm lost with those things, but I have admittedly have not like as soon as I, I've I loved the 3DS during its time, but like I I found I've found it in more recent years harder to go back to that thing just because it hurts my hands to like yeah. try and play on it. Um, as much as I loved a lot of games on there, like you know, again like all I loved all the Zelda games on there. 
played hundreds of hours on Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. I purchased a grip for mm. for that exact reason. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what I I probably, I probably should have done that. It's much better now. I'll let but, you yeah, know. But yeah, I definitely definitely um will will be missed uh not being able to freely get that stuff. And hey, you know, Nintendo you could put all that stuff out there so just I'll say it here and they can take this podcast down with us. Uh, it's fine. Go pirate all that stuff. Yeah, just, just, just go just, buy just, it. Just go. Yeah. Just, just or just go. You know, take it off the internet. It's fine. Like, yeah. At this point, yeah. It, it's more important that those games don't get erased from history forever yeah. than Nintendo gets twenty dollars out of you seventeen years later. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I am an idiot, so I had to buy as many things as I possibly could. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Let's hear what you what what you what did you buy? What was on your list? Uh, I have it in front of me, so I, I made a spreadsheet so I could uh, figure Excellent. out all the things that I wanted to get. Uh, a lot of the things was like Virtual Console on the Wii U was like, okay, I would like to legally own these games to some capacity. Um, and like, there's a lot of DS games on there and stuff like that that I wanted to get. Um, so on the Wii U, I got Bomberman 64 because uh, I used to love that game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, um, Super Mario Advance 2, uh, or excuse me, Super Mario Advance 1, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, a lot of great GBA games were on there. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if you miss them, I'm sorry. Hopefully now they will have the opportunity to come to the Switch. The Switch Online, yeah. Um, and some of them I didn't get because they're now on Switch. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. DS game. Again, DS Virtual Console on Wii U. It's not the best, but it's kind of like I prefer in some cases playing it there than anywhere else. Um, the Trauma Team, great Wii game. Uh, and Donkey Kong Country Returns, the original one. Nice. And then on the 3DS, that was like the real fucking killer, let me tell you. Uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, the, the remake of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fantasy Life Origin Island DLC. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> um, I already had Fantasy Life, of course. Love that game. Uh, I got all the Super Smash Bros. 3DS DLC. Don't ask me questions. Why may I ever play it? I don't fucking know. But that is like gonna go play. Man, the the, the one, the one, the big shout out I'll give the Smash Brothers 3DS is the the elite. He Sakurai and their that team who did that at least made like a somewhat spiritual successor to Kirby's Air Ride City Trial Mode on that, and that thing was actually kind of fun. It's fun, yeah. Like I would totally like buy that as like some small like DLC small game on. On like Switch or something like the, that kind of either Smash Brothers or like a Kirby version of that. That's yeah. That was basically just like a city trial like style thing where you're collecting power ups and doing mini games. It's the thing like Nintendo's forcing me. Like I want to have all the Smash Brothers games in my gaming library to some extent, and the yeah. 3s one is part of that. And I don't want it to be forgotten like it immediately was. So I'm going to have all of it. You know. Um. And Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, which I actually play a little bit of. That game's kind of sick. Yeah, I, um, I played that back in the day. Yeah, it was not bad. <laughs> um, I had not played it because I was like, I don't know, level based, whatever. It's actually yeah, it's way it's, different than I thought. Yeah, it's a, it's a different it's a different game, but still like pretty fun. Well, uh, Luigi's Mansion game. Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valencia. I would have gotten the DLC or some of it for it, but you have to beat the game in order to get access <laughs> to purchase the, d- the DLC. Um, and Super Mario 3D Land, which I lost in my great loss of all my physical 3DS games. Uh, and then a bunch of Pokemon games <laughs> that we'll talk about yeah. later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I spent like, oh, and Dragon Quest Eight on 3DS as well. 
Uh, I spent about four hundred dollars. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at least uh, I guess at least I have that stuff. You know. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy. I've been playing it like a lot of this stuff because mm-hmm. like it's like all right. Well, the three S is dying. I might as well break it out and play some. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Pokemon, uh, as we'll get to in a little bit, and that kind of lives on the 3DS for uh, the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll get it. I'll get the grip. I'll get you know the things that I would need for the 3DS to make it more comfortable to use. Uh, and it's been fine. I definitely had like I when I initially made the spreadsheet, I had like way more things on there, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking get yeah. These things. <laughs> <laughs> things yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Xenoblade Chronicles X, maybe, maybe. Hey, no, I'm not gonna get that. Yeah. Mario, Paper Mario Color Splash. Should I? No, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, the original Donkey Kong Land games for the 3DS uh, Virtual Console. No, I'm not gonna get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad I got it. I've been playing them. I am happy to have like a, a 3DS basically loaded up with 3DS games. That will just live and die by itself forever now. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the Wii U. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer. But, you know, I, I'm glad they gave us a full year as a heads up because I've been saving Visa gift cards I've been getting for my birthday for like years for this. And it worked out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good then. Um, yeah, and I'm curious, you know, my, my hope is, you know, and then this is this is definitely some copium, prob- copium on my part. <laughs> But I'm hoping now that Nintendo has a subscription service for online for these now online games that eventually would have been like separately sold virtual console things. I would hope that just is something they continue to carry over through consoles now because they yeah. essentially can just continue like they can just go like, hey, if you're a Nintendo online subscriber or whatever, just keep subscribing and log in to this new new system whenever that day comes who knows when switch to switch you whatever the hell they want to switch new switch <laughs> not whatever. switch you yeah, yeah new new super switch whatever they want to call it um whenever that next console comes i would hope they just go like nintendo and the we're bringing over the nintendo online subscription stuff from that uh, and if you're if you're already subscribed to that all the things that are available on that will be there when, yeah. you, when you jump over like that, like I feel like they should just do that now because yes. that was always the thing is they just try to charge again over and over for these things. And I'd rather just, you know, I feel like that would, I feel like a lot of people would just continue that subscription service just for that catalog of games. Right. And they, and they, I think they know that and they can just like have people just keep paying. What is it? Like 50 bucks a year or probably more. Now they could probably continue up, upping that, price a little bit more if they wanted to get people to keep it and then they can include like other games and like I'm sure they will keep adding stuff like I know like Pokemon Stadium Friend 64 is coming to it soon and I know that there'll definitely be more Game Boy games this year and then maybe that maybe that we'll get to a day where like 3DS and other stuff maybe even games a couple handful of GameCube things like maybe that stuff slowly trickles there maybe that's where we'll get that on a new console but I just I just hope that, you know, they do that where like as long as you have that subscription service, we will continue. You, you can just continue to use this service because this is where that do because I think they could people would just keep paying for that just to have those catalogs of games. Just like yeah. the people who would buy virtual console games every time they came out again over and over on those consoles like they know people will do that. So, yeah, that that would be a nice thing for them to do, I think. But time will tell. 
Yeah, there's stuff like, you know, Fantasy Life, those Dragon Quest ports, like, that just have only ever lived on the 3DS that I would be sad to see never release in any capacity ever again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's always potential for them to be remade, re-released, or ported or anything, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd definitely be curious if they, you know, not now that they don't have some of those things, if they would ever do more ports of 3DS things on other 3DS games. It could be cool to have a link to the past or not link to the past, but link between worlds in like a switch form in some way, shape mm-hmm. or form. And they just kind of make like an HD port of that. Essentially. I mean, totally. it's going to be really cool. Warrior wear gold, I think would be a really nice thing to like have on like a switch console or like, even if it's just like digitally or something like have that on there to just have all the, all the warrior wear mini games just in a pl- one place and just play the best of kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. be cool. Um, what else, what else is on there? Like, I mean, they're going to remake, they, they still remake Pokemon games and they're, they will, they're not far off from 3ds games. So they will probably eventually be on those things as well. Cause I, you know, Pokemon company absolutely will shell out for some Pokemon remakes. That was, there was other news as well with Pokemon coming. I don't know if you saw uh, that the like CEO and one of the producers stepped down like suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did see that. I did see that the other day, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm curious what that what that'll mean. He, mm-hmm. He's he's stepping down. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear if they gave specific reasons in that or not. I didn't see that, but I did. They see haven't that. yet, but they it was just very down. sudden. Yeah. Um, Weird. I wonder if it was because for of sure. the Scarlet and Violet stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Who knows where where that thing is uh, headed? Yeah, shake shake up at the Pokemon company, or maybe yeah, maybe they were. Maybe they were done. They didn't. Ash, Ash's time was done, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go with our boy. And yeah, Pokemon's dead to me now. <laughs> Just like Ash, catch him. That's right. He had his, he had his, he had his final go um, not too long ago. And now they're they're already st- starting up a new series with new characters and stuff. I'm curious how that all goes. Um, Pokemon, but Pokemon will keep going. It'll it'll be an ever, ever oh it'll never ever, die. it'll never die. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, I'm definitely, definitely will miss, miss the, uh, have fond memories of the 3DS, um, games and stuff like that. And even the Wii U a little bit, um, I definitely still had some fun with Wii U stuff, but a lot of that stuff is on switch now already. That's why I think I, the Wii U is not, I'm not missing that as much or feeling that as much. Cause like yeah. the games I played a, a ton on Wii U are all on switch already. So I could, if I really wanted to, I could just play those versions of on switch and better like specifically like mario kart or like splatoon and stuff like that like or those are just 3d world the yeah. show that's there yeah exactly yeah 3d world as well um and, and everyone's favorite pokemon tournament um but you know 3ds you know i it would be nice to see some maybe we'll we'll hopefully get in the futures there's some 3ds games that are like trapped there like you said that would be cool to see hd ports of that are them coming to that like you know things like you know like between worlds and Maybe some, maybe some Mario Mario games and like or the, things like Lord knows the Zelda remakes are stuck on every platform that they, they yeah are. They live and die yeah, on that's the true things. yeah the love the having, a, of time. Yeah, each, having like a full on HD Majora's Mask would Majora's Mask well I'd be more for me but I meant more so Ocarina yeah. of Time like Ocarina of Time Both. like an HD Ocarina of Time yeah would, would be pretty would get pretty, people pretty stoked um, for sure. So yeah, maybe those will be maybe those will be next after we get Tears of the Kingdom, uh, but we'll just have to see. Well, in the meantime, 
Um, but yeah, I think I think that's pretty much most of the news there. Unless you had anything left to say about the 3ds or Wii U. Nope, just spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got 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 your money's worth. They got me. They got you. Um, but let's talk about some games we've been playing. Uh, we can, yeah, we got your Pokemon addiction, um, which we'll get to. I'll start off real quick and just shout out the Mario Kart 8, uh, way four DLC came out since our previous episode. Um, and I played, I played a decent amount of those tracks, eight more tracks. If you want to see some gameplay, go to youtube.com. Slash Irrational Passions and me and uh, Quinn Hoffman actually did a viewpoints in that. We were going to try and stream it, but, you know, just life happens and we uh, weren't able to get like a, a stream date uh, in place. We, honestly, we still probably could stream it. I think it'd be fun to do, do some Mario yeah. Kart streams because we haven't done that in a while. Um, and those and the, and also those eight new tracks are really fun. Um, I would say, oh, I would say if you as a whole package. I think I liked Wave Three more than this one a little bit, but there's still like a lot of tracks I really liked in this one. Like I think the the three stand out for me are, of course, the new Yoshi's Island, the the new original course. It's a Yoshi's Island, you know, themed after the the Super Nintendo Yoshi's Island Mario Two game. Um, yeah, it is. It is full on. It stands up with the other crossover tracks that are from base Mario Kart 8. It is awesome. It is literally like re- they basically made the island from the Yoshi's Island like start menu screen a racetrack. And you awesome. and you go through little points of through that where you start off in the orange flower fields and you see a bunch of like shy guys with flowers and ching chomps. And you go into like a jungly underwater area. Then you go into a castle um, then you go like up to a gliding section that like is going off of the volcano that is on the center of Yoshi's Island. Then it takes you up into the sky, the sky islands. Then you like, then you come back down and you go back through the starting lap, which is Yo- the little Yoshi house, um, mm-hmm. from Yoshi's Island, Mario world, bunch of fun, little fun, little things all, all across the track. Like, you know, Poochie's sleeping on the mailbox at Yoshi's house is very cute. Um, the, 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 the big blarg sea blob looking thing is out in the water dancing around um the music is really great it's a very classic yoshi's um island theme um it is the the coins that you pick up in the track are like the yoshi coins little yoshi face on them and it makes the coin collecting sounds from the games there's like a there's like a a floating cloud that's in the the gliding section that you can hit and it makes like a like a secret path appear at the very end of the track that acts as like a shortcut and then when you go on it you're like above the the like kind of actual place you land on and you go over it and it ramps you off through like a the flower ring that like ends a Yoshi stage in Yoshi's Island um very very fun a bunch of cool homages like that it even has like when you when you finish a race it plays like the music at the end of a Yoshi's Yoshi's Island like level, a uh, little little fanfare that plays like like this, the same exact way like when you play the Animal Crossing or the F Zero One and like different music plays when you see like the what places the racers came in and stuff. A very fun crossover track that like stands up with the uh, the other ones in Mario Kart Eight. It's very well done. And Birdo, very jolly. Birdo is there. Birdo is there as well. Um, we got our first uh, new racer added to the game. And we, you can see also as well from the, the characters like screen, there'll be five more racers uh, being added for the the last two waves. It's pretty cool. That means there'll be like two or three new characters 
um, like each wave from here on, which That's is it's pretty cool. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Diddy, is, is Diddy in there? Diddy Kong is not in, so he will uh, get him in. Diddy Kong is probably a pretty safe bet. Um, I I think I think PD Piranha is another very safe bet, just because one of the yeah. one of the tracks that has come to tour is very themed after uh, Piranha Plants and PD Piranha himself. Um, so it make a lot of sense in there. You got to get PD in there too. Yeah, makes sense. Um, other tracks from the wave are really, there's some cool ones. Uh, GameCube, Waluigi Stadium is in there. Um, I really like the updates to that because they have, you know, they, it, they have the anti-gravity like half pipes in the track, but another fun addition they added is there are additional like, um, like ramp sections and like anti-grav sections, um, that are um that the only way you can access them you have to you have to ramp off the half pipes and land onto them and then you go and you, when you land up on them they have like the, you turn into anti grav and they have like the little anti grav bumpers you can hit that like spin you and boost you um and if there's one at the end of the track where if you hit it and go around it, it turns like the last like ramp before you start to lap into like a gliding section, you know, glide through that section. Um, really cool. A little, a little update. I like that. They kind of are combining the Mario Kart Wii mechanics with the half pipes into the Mario Kart eight, like ramps and anti-grav stuff. I thought it was really cool. Like them sort of taking both ideas and like meshing them into one track in, in a, in a way that's really creative. I thought it was cool. Um, <clears throat> it makes sense for like the kind of off-road, like mountain bike BMX track that is Waluigi stadium. Um, really cool. Cool. Um, other one I really like is actually one of the tour city tracks. There are three. There are actually three city tracks this time in in this wave compared to just the two that they've usually been doing. Um, so there's Amsterdam, uh, Bangkok, and then Singapore are like the three city tracks. The Amsterdam and Bangkok ones are kind of okay. I think they're like you know they're pretty traditional. Like you just like you're just going through city streets. And like each lap does change the route like the other tracks do. But Singapore specifically um, is my is probably like one of my favorite city tracks in the game so far, just because it is very it feels way more dynamic and has like a lot more going on than than the traditional um, tour city tracks do in a really cool way where like straight up like the first lap first lap of the the race is like you just go down one quick street, then you turn to left and shoot out a big cannon onto top on top of a bunch of si- sky. Ugh. You shoot out of a cannon and land on top of a skyscraper that has like a pool on it, and you're like racing around Goombas, and then you like jump off the jump off the skyscraper and like glide through this section which has like a bunch of glider rings, and then you come back, then you come back around, and then you drive through like a Chinatown looking looking area, and the music like you know as you go into the area, the music like fades into like a bunch of Japanese or not Japanese but Chinese like instrumentation version of the the music that's playing in the track. It's really cool, like fading out as you go through that area. And then once you're in that second lap, though, you go through that section and you go through this gliding section that goes over this big river and it actually transforms into like a section based track at that point where you straight up glide to that section and then you hit the lap marker and that becomes final lap. And then instead of like recircling about that way, you go back through the track in like a different route where it takes you through new areas and like circles you back through this section that becomes a gliding section that shoots you through like a bunch of the like boost rings that are in the air. And you actually go back into like the, the Chinatown area and then you finish. So it's like a really cool, more dynamic version of um, a city track than they've had before. Um, I feel like compared to some of the other ones where like it is very much more grounded in the city streets. Um, this one feels a lot more dynamic. 
um, and how it's how it's laid out. So I really like that track. Uh, cool cool. music, cool music as well. Um, but yeah, those are my those are probably my three standout ones um, from that DLC. But there's some cool other tracks like you know the, the other city tracks. Um, DS Mario Circuit is in it, and that's pretty fun. They, like it's definitely got a glow up visually compared to like the, the originally a DS track. Uh, but other than that, it's it's pretty standard, like vanilla Mario Circuit looking track. Um, but it's still pretty fun. Um, what else? Um, I think I think GBA Riverside Park was new as this one. Well, that was cool. It's very jungly, jungly uh, inspired looking track. Looks pretty. It's pretty 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 fun. But pretty pretty standard Mario Kart uh, track, I would say overall. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Mario Kart DLC. Uh, very fun, um, solid set of tracks, um, and I'm excited that they're also including uh, more characters in the DLC as well. Um, that's yeah. like a, that's like a fun addition, and on top of it, on top of it being like just included with the DLC already is not like an additional like now you now you can get the character pack for the DLC. There's just these characters are just with the booster course pass. If you already have the the DLC to get the tracks, you're just getting the characters alongside it. So uh, very cool. Cool. I have not played it yet because I'm always forget when these come out, and I'm I haven't been able to stream lately, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to being able to check these out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely worth taking taking a race through through those uh, when you can. Um, yeah, there's only two waves left, and I'm looking forward to these two waves because, like, at this point where we're at in terms of tracks, we know that can come because predominantly they have been like tour tracks or tracks mm-hmm. that have been in tour. And like, there's been a handful of like surprises, like the Yoshi track um, was one. And then like, I think last wave had like a surprise or two as well. Like yeah. e- even more so than now, um, even just, even just the tour tracks that could be those city tracks. Like we're pretty much in unknown territory. Like a lot of the tracks haven't even come to tour yet. So there's a lot of potential for just like entirely new tracks. We just haven't seen yet for the next two waves is just really cool because like there's only two city tracks left currently in tour that are not in the game as of now are in mm-hmm. have come into the game as dlc and that's there's vancouver and a los angeles track there's like the two cities that have tracks in tour that have not come into this one yet um so there's, t- so there's just like a lot of new tracks coming from here here on so it'll be pretty cool to see across yeah. the waves like new ch- more new potentially original tracks um, come to the DLC and tour. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Which means it could, could take longer too, which is totally fine, but Mm -hmm. they should be out before what the end of the year, right? Yeah. It seems like it's, it seems like I think they're pretty sure they slated that all the track, all the DLC would be out by the end of this year and this year. So I see it could be just like a scenario where like a lot of the new tracks, I know specifically for this one, the Yoshi's Island track was announced for eight as DLC and came to eight first. But I think actually like, I think this week or whatever this, this week or next week or something, uh, the, the Yoshi track is now in tour as well. So I could see it just being like, you know, the DLC might get the, the, get the new tracks first, but they'll probably be in tour like soon after that, or maybe vice versa. However, they end up doing it. Um, cool. But yeah, new 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 tracks, new characters, and stuff coming for the rest of the year for Mario Kart Eight is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, let's hear let's hear some what what you've been playing. I don't know if you're you're ready to talk about your Pokemon addictions yet, but 
Um, I mean, I really only played Pokemon. I have Civ Six written on here. Civ Six is a Switch Nintendo Switch game. I did play a good amount of it because okay. it came to Game Pass. Um, and that game's good. I like just give me like two days, and I'm gonna play <laughs> a very long game of Civ, and then never play it for like two and a half years. And I love that. Uh, yeah. I had not played Civ Six yet, and it's very good. Um, uh, I was playing as uh, the Netherlands, I think, because they have like they get more stuff from trade routes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I loved Civ Five. That was the first Civ I ever played. Um, this was obviously the first one outside of Rev to come to consoles. Um, and I think they actually did a pretty good job with the the console version. I bet the Switch version is pretty rough. Um, the Xbox version definitely crashes a lot. Uh, which was kind of a bummer to find mm. out. Um, but uh, aside from that, I, I was having a pretty good time with it. I, what I will say is, boy, was it a nightmare to fucking get... I am, like, again, in the process of becoming a Pokemon maniac. Um, Excellent. My my giant Sprigatito plush is just off camera, I, I promise <laughs> you. Uh, I would get it, but it's, like, just out of reach. Um but yeah, I I've I was like, okay, I gotta get my Pokemon from like the one Pokemon game that I got really into, which was Black and White, um, and Black and White Two by extension. I I had like my whole team and a bunch of other Pokemon, all the legendaries and stuff that I had. I had kept them around and transferred them to some Pokemon game, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to get them to home because uh, they announced like the Scarlet and Violet DLC. It's coming out at some point uh, and, you know, at some point it will probably support Pokemon Home uh, with that. I think that's that's like they said that's coming sometime this year. Yeah, I think um, I think it's like f- both of them are coming out like fall and, and winter this year. It's like the end of this year. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I got to buy all these 3DS games. I got to track down where my Pokemon went. <laughs> yeah. I, I still have my black and white cartridges, <laughs> black and white two. I popped it in and it's like, okay, I have one Pokemon on this character and it has 108 hours in. So I train, I left the Pokemon. I've left in this game. <laughs> where did they go? Where is it? Uh, yeah. So I'm like booting up all of my Pokemon games. Turns out they were in X and Y, uh, which luckily was a game I bought digitally. Unlike uh, Alpha Sapphire or Omega Alpha Sapphire, uh, mm-hmm. which I lost in my great uh, plane trip from Seattle where mm-hmm. I lost all of my 3DS games physically. Uh, rest in peace, my 99-hour save of Persona Q. I'll never see the ending of that game, <laughs> and I'll live with it forever. Um, <laughs> and so I luckily I had bought that digitally, so I was able to re-download Pokemon X, and all of my Pokemon were there. I was like, oh. <laughs> thank fucking god, thank god. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so again I paid $15 or whatever it is to resubscribe to Pokemon Bank for another year which is now free uh, <laughs> just forever <laughs> out there uh, and use the Poke Transfer tool to move them from uh, the 3DS to the Pokemon Bank and then the Pokemon Bank and then I paid another $15 to Pokemon Home to get a subscription to that for a year um, and now all of my Pokemon from Black and White 2 and Black and White are in Pokemon Home. Thank God. Excellent. We got it. We saved them. We saved them, everyone. We did Reshiram, it. Reshiram, Kyrim, they're all safe. They're all here. Yeah, yeah. 
I'd have, I'll have to go, I'll have to go look because now, now that makes me want to go look as well because I think I still have some copies, like 3DS copies of Pokemon around, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I, it's, I, I'd have to, I don't know if I still have a 3DS is the problem. I have to, <laughs> I have to go yeah. look because like I think I think some of my stuff is still safe because yeah. as long because I have a couple copies of Pokemon that are like there was a there's a point in time I think it was it was X and Y specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it might have even been Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, where I had like I had complete decks of everything from from Whoa. from you know red and blue up and through that I had a complete decks of everything. So I'm pretty sure nice. it's like one of those things where I'm like I'm like 85 percent sure like that still exists somewhere in one of my copies of my games, or maybe it is in the Pokemon Home somehow. Or or could just be completely gone. Yeah, <laughs> I've, kind of, I've kind of I've kind of accepted that just because like it's such a convoluted way to do that. But I'd have to I'd have to go look. Yeah, go in because this is what I did. Go in with the assumption that all your Pokemon are dead. Yeah, somewhere. that's I've, I've, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I definitely have that feeling. I'm just like I've kind of accepted. Like yeah, prepare this, this for the gone. worst. Hope all for the best. Gone. Yeah, uh, and if you find them, great. Uh, yeah. And it was like, all right, I'm going to dump all my X and Y and everything out of there into my modern stuff. Uh, and then it was like, okay, well, let me pull my my sword and shield and my uh, like platinum Pokemon if I had anything from like that old save that it never finished. Uh, and I kind of pulled everything into home now. And I like it because you have 200 boxes in Pokemon home, which more obviously more than enough for like a living Dex and beyond. Um, and you can change the name of each box in Pokemon yeah. Home. Mm-hmm. So now I have it like broken up. The boxes are each games that I had. Okay, so it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, you have, you have gone sicko. That's, I, that's how, I'm that's so- how, but see, I, 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 I'm seeing, but that's the thing. I, I'm saying that because that is exactly how it is set up in, in my games for that. I know, I know, I, ha- I know I had it as like, Here's just like a here's a random assortment, but like all like the the like the rare like legendary shit I have it like all right in this box I have I have the Kanto Pokemon and it's all the starters and the variants of their starters, all the mm. legendaries, any kind of like extra little things I got like maybe like bonus event Pokemon or like shinies from that yeah. generation. They're like in like specific boxes. And like other places where it's like, all right, here's here's like the teams I had from these games or like the teams are when I went on a stint of like breeding and actually making teams of Pokemon of some like a Pokemon that I liked a lot and made teams out of them here. They all they are. And here's like Pokemon like breeded eggs and all kinds of stuff. And I had that all sectioned out in different ways across the box. So I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. So I've got I've got my Let's Go Pikachu box, right? That's my Kanto box. Um, I will t- we'll get to the Pokemon games that I've been playing. <laughs> um, and then I have my Sword and Shield box, my Black 1 box, my Black 2 box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have like at the top of each box is my team from the game and then a break and then the rest of the Pokemon that I caught that I was just like, I'll have them in there, right? You know, who knows when I'm playing whatever game and I just have access to like fucking Mewtwo or whatever. Who cares? Yep. It was very fun too because I, what I love about this is that the like meta data of Pokemon it saves yeah. so it's like my Reshiram which was the legendary that you get in Pokemon Black that was like you know when I played that game and fell in love with that game yeah. it was like the first Pokemon game I really loved uh, you know it's, it has like the date that I captured it Yeah, you know it's like yep. captured on March or October 28th 2012 and I'm yeah. like fuck that's so cool yeah. Yeah. 
it totally uh, does. Yeah, it's it's really rad. And it was fun to like go back there and be like, I I don't fucking remember what Pokemon I used or picked. You know, this is eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a different person <laughs> in many <laughs> many different ways. Um, and yeah, it was like, oh, I picked Oshawa. Like, I don't, I didn't even remember I that remember, I had like. Yeah. A level seventy-seven Samurott was like my my homie, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Like that, I didn't remember that. It's cool to have. I have that Pokemon still, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like in this past week, uh, the current or most recent, I should say. I think it is. They're gonna. It's gonna come up again. Uh, raid battle for Scarlet and Violet is a uh, Oshawa uh, or a Samurott, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I then in caught went and caught that of course because i've been doing that i got decidueye last month as well don't ask me fucking questions (laughs) (laughs) and and now i have like all those in in scarlet and violet of course they're not in the pokedex yet because that doesn't have a national dex yet um but you know you have them and they'll appear there once the pokedex is updated um and yeah i pulled all my my sword and shield team which was cool to like go back to that because that was like kind of in the beginnings of me getting back into pokemon um and all that so now uh, for whatever reason, I was like, all right, I want to play every Pokemon game now. Because, <laughs> uh, like, it is, it is so funny. Going back, I started with Pokemon Crystal because this was a game that I bought for 3DS when it came out for 3DS in 2014 or whatever on that virtual console. Um, and I, I played Crystal as a kid and never finished it, of course, since I was like seven. Um, and that game's fucking brutal. Um, uh, so of course I didn't finish it. Uh, so it's funny going back to that and and a like I'm, it's like I'm playing Pokemon for the first time. I didn't know or understand before. And now I do know and understand. And I'm going to blame a Scott white for this because he's gotten me into the, uh, trails, series that legend of heroes trails in the sky and, and all yeah. those games which are very traditional jrpgs and has like awoken this like <laughs> traditional jrpg lover in me <laughs> that I, <laughs> I me now as a 30 year old didn't know existed yeah. inside of me yeah. <laughs> and pokemon you know it's hard to get more traditional than that shit yep so it's like really scratching this itch for me that i again wasn't there two years ago i swear to god um <laughs> and yeah this is who I am now. I look at myself in the mirror with my Sprigatito plush and I don't know who I, who I yeah, recognize. What, is, what has happened? Yeah. Um, I just have hundreds but, of Pokemon in my, on my Switch now. What happened? Yeah, and I'm playing like more fast and loose. I'm definitely like I'm trying. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, maybe after we'll loop around back to it. I'm trying not to like look up and pre-decide who I want to be my team because I think it is more fun to just kind of immerse yourself in the world and just catch what you see is things yeah. cool and remember like oh shit this was gen 4 like I th- this is a cool ass Pokemon yeah um, that like doesn't show up for a long time again or whatever uh, or I haven't seen for years um, so it is cool um, to do that but yeah we'll, we'll, we can talk about the, the games I've been playing in a minute but I, I do want to mm-hmm. hear the other stuff you've been playing um, yeah sure um I, I've been playing. I played a couple. I've been playing a couple indie games, um, which I've been meaning. We'll we'll probably have some. Hopefully, some viewpoints of on irrational yeah. passions in these in in the coming days or weeks. Probably um, a big one, which I'd say is probably what I'm playing the most of, and I'm actually gotten uh, really into is called Dredge. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it is I'm it is on Switch and I think it's on everything. It's on all the consoles. But I've mainly been playing it on my Steam Deck. So I know Blasphemous to talk about another gaming handheld on a on a not on the Nintendo a, podcast. On the Nintendo <laughs> podcast. I know. Um, but I will say, um, it's great on, it's great on Steam Deck, so I would imagine it's pretty great on Switch 2, because it, I think the gameplay of it lends itself to that. Um, mm-hmm. it is, um, in the basic, most basic sense, it is a fishing RPG. Nice. Um, and basically the whole premise of it is you are a fisherman who has like crash landed or cr- like crashed into an island and you are, you are basically uh, like saved by the local town. And, you know, it's like all like kind of all the people are a little mysterious and kind of like about it. But it's it's been like uh, basic. Basically, there is um, you since you were a fisherman, they know what you were doing. And they're like, hey, your 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 ship was all ruined and whatever. You're not going to be able to get out of here. So now you need to fish for us to like pay back all of the us giving you this boat and doing what you do. And so you go, okay, I'm going to do that. Um, so you basically, you basically, basically, you know, that's, that sets you off on the the gameplay loop of you basically are just, you just control the ship and like the, then you like port in a town and then like the characters you're talking to are just like 2d kind of like text. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. It's not like a, you know, it's, it's not like a, a big game or anything, but it's, um, the gameplay loop is like what's really been getting me because basically all it is, is. You control a ship and you, and you and you take your ship around. You go to fishing little fishing spots that are out in the water. Um, there can be different kinds of fish depending on you know if you're kind of more coastal, close to an island, or if you're like further out into the ocean. Um, I'm just starting to finally kind of come out and get to like the farther out islands, and some of those have like different things where it is like, oh, this has like volcanic activity around this island. So this, you have to have this, the right equipment to like go around this island or this island is like a rockier or like has like deeper, deeper depths. So you need like equipment that can kind of fish down deeper. Um, So I'm starting to get into like having to like, you know, Get, get not only fish to sell for money, but then also finding ship wreckage out in the, in the, in the areas. And that'll give you like materials that you can take back and like to a shipwright. And then you can upgrade your ship and stuff like that to do all these different tasks. Um, but it's, it's a really simple loop of just you, you go out to these spots, find this stuff. Um, the, the inventory of your ship is very like resident evil where you have to like kind of slot it in Tetris style to like make it all work. Um, and make sure you have enough room for everything as you're doing it. Um, and then a big conceit of it is there's a day night cycle to it. So like, it's very important to like be out, uh, during the day and get as much and maximize what you do during the day because when it becomes night, it gets really spooky and it's almost supernatural, <laughs> fr- frankly. And that like, you know, there is a straight up, like it doesn't go as extreme, uh, but there's definitely an, like an eternal darkness, like sanity meter. If you're like kind of familiar with that kind of stuff, Some Cthulhu stuff. Yeah, more or less. Like it, it's they haven't really like stated that, but it seems like that is a little bit of the direction it's going in. Um, from a little bit of the story stuff there is in the game so far. Uh, but basically, like you know, I've had straight up moments where 
you're like out in the water and it gets dark and then you have like you kind of see on the, like the day and night kind of uh, meter you have like an eyeball opens up and it's like an eye that's like and like as mm. as that's like kind of like shows like the like level of sanity your meter is or you're, you're going and like the higher that gets like the, the crazier stuff shows up like i've had like these weird crazy red clouds come up to my ship and like freak me out and that gives you like and like makes your sandy meter go crazy that makes like giant fish or tentacles attack your fucking ship out of nowhere that's good that's kind of terrifying there's also things like straight up it'll make like fake like rocks and like debris in the thing that if your ship like runs into it can damage your ship and some of that stuff is like not there during the day but when it's the night it'll it'll, like make that stuff just like randomly appear (laughs) like and you have to have like a certain um uh, there's like another like you know part of the ship that you can upgrade and get different parts for is like the lights you have on it and those will have like bigger radiuses and they'll last longer and stuff so like there's just like a lot of like fun gameplay conceits um it's just like a very and, and like the very simple loop is like very um addictive and engaging that i'm really enjoying um yeah. it's a lot of a lot of fun like um callbacks to like other games that like it's, it's like scratching and invoking from of like there's tons of just like times where i'm just like out in the water and it feels like wind waker where i'm in a ship and i just see like a cool island or like a i can see like stuff out in the distance like oh i want to go over there but i know i if i get there i'm gonna have enough time to get back from the darkness so there's like that kind of tension that that's really fun or like now i'm starting to get to those farther out islands and there's like big like i, I guess you could call them like the major islands because there's like tons of smaller ones but there's major ones where there's like actual like docks and things you can stop to and like npcs you can talk to and take quests from and stuff it's so like i kind of just gotten to like the i kind of just finished the um kind of like the starting area and then there's like one the first major one i went to which was like this big cliffs that was like way bigger mountainous looking island area and do this old quest to where there's these two like fishermen old fishermen brothers who like kind of had a falling out and then one of them moved away and so you're like kind of going back and forth between them to like help you out with stuff because um they can help you kind of clear a lot of the debris that's like around this island um so you kind of like you know work with them a little bit and um you know that takes you kind of sailing around the ship to like find wreckage of this family crest and stuff that you have to deliver to them and then like that helps you get explosives so you can then use like explosives to like clear debris and find secret areas and stuff in this area that was that i was unable to before which is really fun i found i found i found a secret behind a waterfall and it has Good. it has like a, a, a treasure chest that I was able to loot from it. But also you can also but there was also like a giant eel in the water that's just like swimming around. And I couldn't I try it has a fishing spot, so I know you can fish it up. But when I but when I went to go fish it, the the term it used because it like you know, there's all kinds of fish and they're all like different variants. Like I was saying, there's like coastal fish or there's oceanic, but this one just said abyssal. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then, no, so, thank you. Yeah. And so I couldn't, I couldn't catch it yet. Cause I didn't have like the correct tools for it or whatever, but just like cool, intriguing stuff like that, where it seems like it is there. Like once I seems like once you get later in, you're getting way more into like the crazier supernatural stuff. Cool. And, and there's a little bit of that in the game already from what I've done. Like I said, like I've had it where my sandy meter is high enough and like a big, a big ass fish, like you'll be like fishing in a spot and a big ass fish that it looks like one of those like uh, I don't know the specific uh, name for them. They have like the little like, like the tentacle, lantern the fish. lantern. 
Yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like a bigger it's like a big ass version of that, and it'll you'll be like fishing, and it'll straight up just like come out of nowhere and just like eat all the fish you're like trying to fish up and like damage and attack your ship, like while you're doing that at night. It's pretty messed up. Um, you can say there's like fake rocks that show up. There's like a big like flock of birds you can just like attack your ship. Um, and then also yeah, I had a big big huge tentacle. The other day, just like it just came out of the water, and I was just like, nope. what "The fuck am I supposed to do against this?" And it just kind of smacked me. And <laughs> <clears throat> absolute fear. I the fear of being attacked by yeah. a sea monster is will live with me forever. Yeah, There's def- yeah, <laughs> def- definitely some cool like sea monstery stuff. It's not gotten like super crazy, but I'm seeing the there's definitely there's still plenty of islands I can go off to explore. Looking at the map that I have, so I'm sure there will be some more stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, super fun. Uh, definitely yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, simple, kind of addictive little loop of game that I'm, that I'm enjoying quite a bit. <clears throat> um, one other one I'll create. I'll, I'll qu- quickly shout out because I've not been able to play too much of it, but played a tiny bit of it. Is Nine Years of Shadow? It's a Metroidvania that is pretty fun. It's definitely much more in the Castlevania line of like you straight up just have the the back dash like it you just have that right from from immediately from the start like it's not even like a power up you go get you just literally just hit a trigger and the lady you're playing as her name's europa crazy name um like you just back dash pretty cool though yeah you just back dash and and she has like a you have like a big like you know like uh i guess i guess it'd be considered like a halberd because it's more like an axe head on top of like a big spear yeah kind of weapon um and kind of the whole setup is you were, you were stuck in the land without color, and she's <sighs> and she's been preparing for nine years, nine with nine years in shadow, uh, for this battle. And you come to this castle, and you actually just get your absolutely clapped right at the start. She's like, "God, I'm a failure. I can't believe I did this." And then I don't know this random little like teddy bear shows up, and all the colors restored. I just, didn't really explain that too well, but there's like, "Hey, we're just gonna help each other stop this curse." And, and then you just kind of go. Um, the cool thing about it is like, it's, it seems like it's very much, um, it's pretty, it's pretty g- traditional from what I've seen so far in terms of Metroidvania stuff, um, collecting power ups. And like the, the one, the one thing I'll say, like the main kind of thing is like you, um, your kind of health is more of like a, like a, it is like your a combined, like, a you can take damage, but also, uh, use it to like, use the bear, to, like shoot like energy projectiles, which you'll need to like uh, fight certain types of enemies and also like break, break certain things for bosses and stuff. But like anytime you can also kind of like charge it. So it's, it sort of feels like a dark souls kind of push and pull where you like, if you use up the meter, you can kind of back off and kind of recharge it and you go back in um, and you can take damage from that. But if you deplete it, then it'll actually hit you and you see you have like very little health, but you can kind of just recharge that whenever you are able to at any time. So it seems like just like managing that is like a big, big conceit. Um, <clears throat> all the kind of power ups I've gotten so far, I've seen very like elemental based, like, like the first, like the first major one I got was like, it, it imbued me with like electric energy. And so like enemies will have like yellow outlines to them and that can like hit them for more damage or like they like break the shield that they have in particular that, that weapon or shield that this big enemy had was like glowing yellow or like had a yellow outline. So I could like damage through it because they had that power. So it seems like you'll be like swapping those around later. Like I'm assuming I'll get different elements to do that kind of different swapping. Um, cool pixel art, a lot of cool, like, like animations and things in it as well from some of the little cutscenes and things that happened for it as well. It's pretty cool. 
Um, so yeah, cool little Metroidvania. I definitely want to check it out more. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've all been playing so far. All um, right. You ready to hear yeah. about Pokemon games from yes, 20 yes, years ago? Yes. Let's, let's hear about all the, all, all the continue your Pokemon addiction talk. I want to hear it. So I wanted to play Pokemon games um, for whatever reason. I started playing Pokemon Crystal um, again in the wake of the 3DS. Uh, it was an open casket wake. Um, <laughs> so I was hanging out playing my Pokemon Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You ready for some hot takes? <laughs> let's, hear, let's, hear, let's hear your hot take Pokemon Pokemon hot takes. And keep in mind, I've not played Heart Gold, Soul Silver, so obviously I'm wrong. I understand yes. that. Yeah, you're wrong already. Uh, I know already. You know, I, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't think Generation Two of Pokemon is very good. <laughs> uh, right. And the re- the reason is right. I playing Crystal. Right, this is my kind of impression of it. I I, I did play Silver at some point in my life. Uh, the original before I played Crystal. Um, it, I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a baby Pokemon player who's used to playing baby games for babies. I'm used to new Pokemon where it's not as difficult as old Pokemon. <laughs> so that in mind. Um, I, you know, I, things that I've learned that I really like about Pokemon, I like level design in Pokemon a lot, actually. Um, I like how things are laid out and how you can kind of come back to areas and get extra items and things like that. Uh, I just feel like the, the Pokemon added to Gen 2 are like some of my least favorite Pokemon, uh, right? Gen mm-hmm. 2 to me is a lot of like Gen 1, but better, right? We have the yeah. passive abilities and stuff, held items and stuff, berries are introduced there. Yeah. But like the gym leaders and stuff, most of what you are facing is like mostly Gen 1 Pokemon. I think that that's what bumped me out the most going there and, mm-hmm. and going through. And it's like, I have a lot of Gen 2 Pokemon that I really like, like Skarmory, Scizor, Steelix, um, and half of those, three, two-thirds of those are like trade-only Pokemons, right? So they're yeah. just not, I'm not going to run into them in this playthrough of this right. port of this game on the 3DS. <laughs> uh, and I think that that colors it, right? I've learned that I hate tradable Pokemon, like only yep. unlockable Welcome. trade Pokemon. Um, I, you know, I played every game. I'm so glad that there are some games where it's like you don't need to trade to, to evolve Magmar. Just, a, just, to a, just evolve this thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just great. evolve. And and keep in mind what kind of spurned this on. I'm about to go to a sicko rabbit hole too. I watch. I love shout out to Super Beard Bros or Let's Play channel. They're like one of three Let's Play channels still alive. It's like <laughs> um, Alex Fasciani, Gerard. Khalil, the completionist, and Brett Bayon. Uh, very fun. They did, Alex and Brett did a like side by side, like two games at once, um, Nuzlocke run of Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and yeah, of both of them. So like mm-hmm. Alex was playing one and Brett was playing the other, and they're emulated on the same screen. So you see both. And it was randomized, um, which is really cool. And it actually made me really want to play a randomized Nuzlocke yeah. for the first time in my life ever <laughs> wanted to do that um and some at some point i think i will um and maybe maybe i'll play soul silver for the redemption arc who knows um and and watching that and and like they they're very into pokemon in a way that i am becoming um and yes. okay and it was really it was just really cool that that's like imagine right the nuzlocke rules 
you, you got to catch the first thing that you see, but it could yeah. be like any any fucking Pokemon. It's just anything, it could be yeah. right. a, a level 13 Blastoise could be the thing that you run into in the first thing, right? Not They, they d- did some modifications, so it's like no legendaries are going to just be out there. Right. Um, and, and like trainers and gyms will still be like all one type, but it'll just be a random type. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was super cool. So I was watching that and I'm like, fuck, man, this makes me really want to play Pokemon. And they're playing Soul Silver and Hercule, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to play Crystal. And, you know, not playing it with all the randomized Pokemon or Gen 3 and 4 Pokemon in there. Of course, it's it's not going to be quite as exciting. Um, mm. But yeah, it just, it just made me realize, like, how little... The Pokemon in Gen 2 that are new to Gen 2 are, like, some of the least exciting Pokemon to me. Which I was surprised. I thought that I would like them a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh and just the way things were balanced back then was so different. Like, I love Chikorita. I can now, as an adult in my 30s, say that uh, shitty Pokemon, though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really shitty Pokemon that doesn't get, it get, learns Giga Drain at level 52? Yep. Excuse me? Yep. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. <laughs> there's, that's it. There's nothing else. There's nothing you else. got Razor Leaf from level 12 to 52, baby. Yep. It's fucking terrible. Yep. Um, and it was just like a kind of cold awakening of like, oh, they've gotten way better at this. Yeah. I, I, they, like say, yeah, they've, they, yeah, they've, they learned, they learned, they've definitely improved on uh, and streamlining a lot of stuff and making a lot of more sense of it. And like, readjusting what Pokemon can learn or like adding, adding way more moves that like yes. you can, you can apply to Pokemon through various ways. Like, yeah, the stuff, that stuff just did not exist in those original games. And they are, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't go back and play a lot of that stuff anymore yeah. for that exact it, reason, as much as I love Pokemon, but it's like, yeah, you, you hit a certain point and that there was that thing, right. Of like, that's what made, that's what made carrying stuff over into newer things way more appealing. Cause you could just, yeah, you could take all the Pokemon, you know, and love. All, that you've EV trained that you've, for hundreds of hours. And you've either EV trained or just like, oh, I, I captured all these Pokemon in this. What is, what is having a new Pokemon that I, I did like or learned, learned about learned about like having this these kind of moves or this kind of things or never not even used before and discovering like that i really like this pokemon because now i can use it in a game that is better <laughs> yeah because because you know the the game they the game they may have not been as interesting in is could um might not be interesting in one game like you said where you have them you have some gen 2 pokemon that's in this game and had this move set and you were constantly fighting this, this specific kinds of Pokemon, it could be a completely different experience in a different Pokemon game where you're going through different, different places and having different Pokemon. Um, for sure. There's it's, that's, that's like kind of the, the magic of it. A lot was being able to mix and match Pokemon in a way that you, that you could. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like, again, I like the idea of do all of Johto and then do all of Kanto. I didn't do that. I beat the Elite Four, and I was like, I think I'm done now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put Crystal aside and maybe move on to a newer Pokemon game, and mm-hmm. I'll be fine with that. Because uh, I, I like, you know, I remember like watching my brothers play Silver and Gold and, and fighting Red and all that, and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking grind. I'm barely, barely my Pokemon are in 42 when I beat the Elite Four with their 55 Pokemon or whatever. <laughs> I'm struggling my my poor, yeah. no EXP share ass through the Elite Four. I, I do not want to struggle anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, you know, again, from like an educational perspective of like now having played an original Pokemon game, I, I appreciate it. I have a lot of perspective um, and, and knowledge now that, that I, I just didn't before uh, and, and appreciated some things, was very disappointed by others. Like Skarmory is a fucking good Pokemon, I'll tell you what. Uh, mm-hmm. Carried me hard through yep. the Elite Four. Yep. Uh, Dark type was broken when it first yep. came out. Mm-hmm. Bite is like one of the most busted moves in Pokemon yep. Crystal mm-hmm. uh, just because nothing is fucking weak to or nothing yep. is resistant to it back then. And it just it like I'm biting an Onyx twice and killing it. It's like this doesn't fucking make any sense. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, the difference between yeah the difference between also physical and non physical moves yeah. did not exist in that that time Pokemon mm-hmm. either, and that was definitely uh, that came in that came in the next generation clearly because they probably real that's when they realized like oh yeah this like yeah this doesn't make sense yeah why this stuff is so cracked but so then then I jumped from Crystal. Put it to sleep. You know, maybe I'll go back and do the Kanto stuff at one point if I'm like ready for some torture. Um, and I played Alpha Ruby, uh, which I went into again coming off of Crystal, super low expectations. <laughs> and I fucking loved this game. This was yeah. like a super, like, I think of the OG Pokemon games, I think the Hoenn area might be my favorite, which mm-hmm. I was not expecting to feel. Sure. Uh, I, I definitely was in the camp of like, I think there's probably too much surfing in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's certainly a lot. There's certainly a uh, lot, but I think, yeah, like in, in the same vein of like them updating those games and, and smoothing the, smoothing the edges on some of that stuff, like alpha Ruby and Sapphire did a lot of what they did. I think a lot of the, yeah. a lot of the complaints for that game, because remember there were a lot of complaints when that game came out was just like, they were very particular things because Pokemon fans are very particular and weird, fucking weird. Cause yeah. the, the big thing with like, I think that was arcing people was like the mainly in Pokemon Emerald, they added what was like the, like basically like a post game, like challenge, like what well, I forget what it was called. Exactly, because mm-hmm. like I, it was not a thing I was super into, but like they're the the Pokemon diehards, like that is like they live and breathe, like whatever that was. There's like the poke, it's like some Pokemon Tower or something. Battle Tower, tower I think. Right? Battle Tower, that's what it was. The Battle Tower, it was like a way higher challenge. Like that is like you know kind of really the the, the stepping stones into like high level play in Pokemon and having to mid max sure. Pokemon and do all the crazy mass stuff and then like that leads into competitive pokemon stuff like that was like really the first time that the they like went hard at pokemon as a game had like this thing that like really went in on like it really did matter to have your pokemon like have these have the stats have the this have the that have like the team composition like that's like where that first really mattered so that was so emerald is like very near and dear to the Pokemon community's heart for those reasonings. And this game had nothing like that. So if, yeah, and that's, I think was what a lot of it really boiled down to was like, it did not feel like, it, you know, it was catering to baby mode, even though Pokemon is a fucking, <laughs> is a motherfucking children's game. Yeah, <laughs> so of yeah. course they're going to do that. So, but anyway, yeah, like, go, go I ahead. understand these people were hurt by old Pokemon games and they yes. have not been able to heal themselves since I, I, yeah. I understand yeah. that now. I just think there's, they need to get over it. Yeah. Um, yep. I enjoy Pokemon more now than I <laughs> do the old ones personally. Yep. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is like the X and Y setup. So it, it helped me remember like, Oh, I really liked X and Y. Like yeah. I, I liked yeah, I like that one the, too. 
That's- EXP share, you know, for all your Pokemon, and mm-hmm. uh, you get EXP when you catch Pokemon. I caught a ton of Pokemon. I think Gen 3 also has, like, some banger Pokemon in it um, okay. that I had mm-hmm. forgotten about. Um, and and a thing I love about uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire specifically, and I think it's true of X and Y as well, you get four sets of starters. You get to choose from four sets of starters in that game. Yeah. Um, which is mm-hmm. like Gen 2, Gen 3, Gen 4, and Gen 5, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, pretty and, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like when you get the last one, it's like you have to beat the Elite Four for the second time. It's like, I'm not going to level up this poor little Oshawott. Uh, but, you know... <laughs> I'm happy to have him, and I'll send him forward to to the new Pokemon games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's again also cool. But yeah, I, I really like that game. And here's hot take number two. You ready for Mike? Mega Evolution still fucking fucks, dude. Yeah, I'm here no, for I, I don't think I don't think that I don't think that's a hot take. I, I okay. like I because I also really like still like Mega Evolutions. I think there is like a general consensus of like in this in this current Pokemon with this weird Pokemon thing where like they have these these gimmicks like they still i don't think have made one as good as mega evolutions were yeah as much as like mega evolutions like the thing the thing about them i think that people didn't like came from again that that higher level of pokemon play because it it kind of watered down some of that those aspects of it because you could just have this like instant like stat bump boost to like a, a pokemon that like and some pokemon just did not have access to that even though, even though, like from like, even though conceptually it is just fucking cool to be like, here's my fucking Charizard evolving into this cool ass looking thing in real time in a battle. Yeah. Like it was, it's like it's cool for me, like showpiece and like just like spectacly way of like doing a Pokemon battle in an anime way. But like yeah. from a from a like competitive higher level, it just it was it was just a it was a productive or whatever. Yeah, but I definitely I, but see. I, but like, I like it. But I'm with you. But I'm with you. I, like I still think it is from you know they had fucking Z moves and Sun and Moon. I thought that was that was boring. Yeah, like the, don't gi- like the it. Gigantamax <laughs> was like okay, but it's just like I don't know Pokemon big. But they still kind of had Mega Evolutions in the same way because they, some some of them had Gigantamax and they had different forms yeah. and they looked way cooler. But like I didn't. You know why? Why did why did why why did they have to be super big? I don't get it. Like that didn't make any ever make sense. Why they're just big Pokemon now? Yeah. And then this one where they're like fucking crystals. Like I, I mean, I don't. The idea of changing their moves is cool, but like yeah, you know, like them being crystals. I don't get it. Like it does. I don't know. It just yeah, felt, it just felt like they this they 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 can't. They I think they've had a thing with Mega Evolutions. And because the nature of Pokemon having to quickly bounce back through things as they always do, they weren't able to kind of like, you know, maybe finally um, adjust Pokemon Mega Evolutions in a way that like would make them more viable in that competitive sense. It's that thing where like not all Pokemon can Mega Evolve and only, you know, Max Evolution Pokemon are going to be able to Mega Evolve. So it's it's got this weird kind of limitation on it that I understand where Gigantamax and Terrestrialization are applicable to anything. And at least like the Terrestrialization, like some of the coolest stuff about Mega Evolving is like the type changes and and different stabs that you can get to by having. It's like, oh, Charizard's finally Dragon type. So you get stab on Dragon Breath. And, and things like that, yeah. uh, and that's cool. Like I, I think that that 
is tactical in in a cool way. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say Mega Evolution is worth it for Mega Swampert yeah. at the very least. Yeah, because he's a big boy who smashes. Yeah, just looks fucking cool. He just looks Mega, so cool. Mega Mega's <laughs> septile is also rad as fuck because it just yes, makes his, his tail a fucking drill. <laughs> Yeah, like that's still like one of the coolest things. That's why again, Pokemon shout to motherfucking Pokemon tournament, baby. Yeah, Sceptile turns that you can that they that was that still was like a a lasting legacy of having Mega Evolution Pokemon was like that game where all their super moves are like some of them straight up just Mega Evolve at a certain point in the match when you do their super and you can just run around as their Mega Evolve form and they get completely next completely new moves. They do like an insane super where you know it's literally. You know, shoots off his tail like a fucking cannon and just drills and stuff. Like it's just, yeah, it's cool. It's flashy it's cool. and just looks, it's fucking sick. And yeah, I get why they why they backed away from it. But um, it'd be totally cool if they they revisited it in some way to like have that be in the game, but like maybe, maybe <laughs> adjust it so it makes more sense in the competitive sense. Or like you know, maybe that's like another avenue they can look at. Like you know, you have something like. A legends game where the competitive nature of it does not fucking matter so they can just do whatever they want and yeah have them totally. have them come back in that in some way or something yeah uh and yeah I, I just really loved uh ruby like I, it was cool that like mm-hmm. you know obviously it's been remade and i'm playing the alpha ruby version of it it's got all these quality of life things updated it looks great runs great super quick the pokemon look fucking so good in that game too Mm -hmm. um and the sound is great the music's great um you know the story in that game is fucking nuts (laughs) yeah because it has like a whole extra post post like game thing where you yeah like episode delta where you go to space you go to you go to space yeah and you go like different dimensions and it opens up like Loopholes. Fight the Oxus in space with yeah. Rayquaza, which is just fucking nuts. Yep. Like you, yeah. it's crazy. Destroy an asteroid that their original plan was to use some kind of teleportation device to send that to an alternate timeline, Hoenn, which yep. was the original version of Hoenn without Mega Evolution, and destroy it. And they're like, "Well, we can't do that, so we're gonna go yep. Mega Evolve Rayquaza <laughs> and take him to space, yes. and then like a triangle is in the asteroid, and it turns into." Deoxys. That's that's just the game. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, just, it just gets fucking crazy. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you can, you can. If you think, if you think the, I mean, no, that means to be fair, the deep, the deep time hole, timeline, time hole of Zelda lore um, is one thing, but there is definitely some crazy time yeah. hole, time like lore implication things you can go down rabbit holes you can go down with pokemon and a lot of it now stems from like the the things that were in this that are just like crazy and talking about their the pokemon like this game actually they're actually like you know from that game there is like timeline pokemon and they talk about like how like the the timelines in the current games are already like completely different things in different realities and like you know them you know people taking taking very minute things in in even the current games and being like oh it connects to this it's got to be this that means it's this and it's yeah. we're in alternate reality this is alternate reality this is we're in this we're in this reality where there weren't mega evolutions because that's why we're here and it's like yeah and they're doing the exact same thing that like Zelda timeline like. <laughs> It's Could incredible. Do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it was just Alpha Ruby, a trip. Loved it. I spent like 60 hours in there just having a great time. Nice. 
Um, and I'm happy to take, I'm looking forward to taking all those Pokemon forward. I think I'm going to go back because there's like a bunch of post game stuff to do in that game. There's like tons mm-hmm. of legendaries that's like on a daily reset or whatever to do that. Yeah. Um, so then I jumped into Ultra, Ultra Moon, which I had played a little bit of the original Sun. Mm-hmm. And I got to the second island, which is very early on in that game, and just stopped playing because it was boring. Yep. And I've got a lot of problems with Ultra Moon. Yep. That's, that's it's, yep. It, it's it, a it definitely, bummer. It definitely lost. That was definitely one of like the the fastest. Like that that like hurt me on Pokemon games on in a yeah. lot of ways. Um, that I just like, really bummed me out. Uh, yeah, on yeah. like a lot of levels, it's like I appreciate how different they're doing stuff. Yes. Like I'm yeah. glad they tried that to they, do different stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that they are doing like a different formula. But like these trials are just kind of boring, and the level design is just not as fun, yep. and it's just so slow to do everything. Uh, it just takes forever, and it's also like weirdly difficult, like. It's a lot of trainers are using like X attack and shit on me and I don't know how to handle that. So now I'm using X attack and that means I'm not having fun. <laughs> if I'm doing that, I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. yeah, it's just like, like I catch five Pokemon before the, this is like the first three people that you fight and you fight. And I, I picked uh Rowlet this time around. Originally I picked Populeo and I was like, I'll get a fucking Rowlet. Who cares? Um, cause it's cool. This is you guys sweet. Yeah. Um, and the the I have like a level fifteen Rowlet in the first area, and I catch four other Pokemon because it's like because I'm you know I'm doing it now I'm catching Pokemon whatever I got them in my mm-hmm. bank, and the lady this Emily the teacher who has a, a level ten Litten that only apparently knows Ember fucking wipes my team, just kills the whole team because I have <laughs> I have a Bug a Magnemite and a fucking Rowlet and all guess what all of them are fucking weak to Ember yeah, as it turns out and it's just like there's a weird stuff like that where it's like why is this just out of nowhere extremely difficult yeah uh, and it just slows it down that much more like I think the totem Pokemon are kind of cool right I like big Pokemon. And I appreciate, yeah. you know, clearly they liked Big Pokemon too. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, that's kind of the theme going forward. Um, but like, it's like two on one, sometimes three on one on, yeah. on yeah. my team. And it's like, I just don't know how I'm yeah. supposed to win this. Like, so, like the random, have you gotten the random like uh, herd, herd encounter where you can get yeah. random counters? But it's like, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, there's just like five fucking hound hours and they want to fuck your shit up. This is like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Jesus. Like, what the fuck? And- and it's like half the time in a one-on-one random battle, it's like they called for help and it's just I have to fight two Pokemon now and this is like taking 15 minutes per random encounter. Oh, yeah. I just this is I, I took a break. I got to the third island and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to go back to Platinum. And, and I have tried to play Platinum. I, I've had this conversation with you before. I've tried to play Diamond, Pearl, Platinum. Like I've gotten to the fifth gym like seven times and just <laughs> never gotten past that ever. Um, so I am now I'm on the eighth gym in Platinum. So nice. we are we got past that. Definitely redemption cycle. I, I really like like the level design yeah. in this. I like the story, even though, yeah. again, the villains are terrible. Yeah, the villain's um, terrible, but like going, like doing, going into like the dial, like the Dialga Palkia stuff is cool, and like yeah, the, the Giratina like space 
stuff. Yeah, the Shadow Realm, it, you cool. know, is longer than I thought it would be, and it was it's, cool. You're like neat. doing puzzles and stuff, and there's yeah. no random encounters. It's just like storytelling. Hmm. Cynthia is the best, always has been the best. She's a big part of Black and White, so like I am familiar with her from there. Yeah. Um, I really love like you know all the Team Galactic stuff. They're a bunch of goobers, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> the you know you run into this detective guy who's helping you stop them. And he's like, Cyrus, yeah, the leader of Team Galactic, an entrepreneur. I can't believe he's only 27. And I was like, <laughs> I just threw, threw up a little in my mouth of how old I am now. And uh, yeah, just, just having a good time. Very difficult video game, though. I would say Pokemon Platinum is just brutally difficult. Uh, again, a lot of X attacks are happening. People are using X attacks on me. Yeah. I'm like struggling. They like, they, like, they like their items back in the day in Pokemon games. That was for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like I expect the the scientist enemy guys. They're always going to use some kind of X item. It's like okay, but like now a bunch of other people are. And the first gym leader used three super potions. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess setting the tone up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that stuff was you know it's rough, but like there's definitely like a turning point. Like when wild Pokemon are way higher level. And it was funny because I'm like looking at a Pokedex on Cerebee and it has like the original and then uh, brilliant diamond and stuff, which I thought about buying. And I just kind of was like, I own platinum. I have the cartridge. I might as well just play it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like all the wild Pokemon are like 10 levels lower on Brilliant Diamond. It's like, yeah, I fucking wonder. Cause like I'm, <laughs> I walked into grass and these Pokemon are the same level as my whole team wiping me. Yeah. Uh, it's just like brutal. And I'm grinding way more than any other Pokemon game, which I don't love. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm doing it. I took off EXP share cause it's like, I, I need to grind these up faster and I can't yeah. level these Pokemon yeah. with it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, again, I, I'm playing with different. Pokemon is like a lot of Gen 4 Pokemon that I was like, oh yeah, another very good generation of Pokemon. Yeah. Like Frostlass, great Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good the starters. Gen 4. Yeah, the starters are great Pokemon. I, I picked Infernape. I finally had a Fire-type Pokemon for the first time in four, ga four games <laughs> on my team. Uh, just, you know, to let myself breathe a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just, you know, I'm on a Pokemon journey right now. Yeah. I'm in my, awesome. my Pokemon re Renaissance era and it's very exciting. Like I, I plan on going through to uh, I might skip black and white because I know those are going to get remade next. Uh, and yeah. I might just kind of save myself for that. But I might also play them again because I love those games. I'm curious to see new era Alex Pokemon lover. Yeah, how I would I feel about those games. Feel about them, yeah. Um, I, I played them a little bit cause I was like trying to see what Pokemon I had on there. And I was like, Oh, this is just so much snappier and faster than, than diamond and pearl. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I does maybe want, really want to go there. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I, I have this dream of having like a team of all regional Pokemon. I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and regional variants have not, you know, come up until I think it's X and Y, right? That, that those um, X, Might be Sun and Moon. It was Sun and Moon that did the regional variants first, yeah, because it had okay. like Alolan, Raichu, and Grimer and stuff. So that, I believe that was the first one that had the regional stuff. Yeah, so it, it's been cool, you know, like, again, knowing that all of this is going to in some way go forward to my, you know, actual endgame EV trained ex or Scarlet and Violet Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I've been, you know, doing these goddamn terror raids over there, stockpiling 
all these EV items and stuff or when, you know, I'm going to take my restaurant over there. I'm going to take, you know, when that can happen, I can actually like level these guys up to a hundred and, and get them like maxed out and ready for, you know, nothing, but <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> for my, my Pokemon bank, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can have, them, you can have them for the black and white remake when you can, but, but it'll be like, it'll still be like three or four months after that one comes out. Cause they haven't, yeah, exactly. Pokemon <laughs> open that anyway, but then you can still put them in. Yeah. Are you, do you have any plans? Cause I'd be, I'd be curious to see how you feel about legends pokemon legends arceus do you i do want to play that going and going to play that i'd be curious yeah again mostly for the exclusive pokemon like the regional exclusive versions of those Mm. pokemon but that is one where it's like okay now if i you know i play through this then black then x then finish moon i'm not going to replay sword and shield and i'm not going to replay scarlet and violet i I don't really plan on doing that i might jump into legends and kind of see yeah. what the hubbub is all yeah. about yeah because it's it's definitely a different experience from those traditional games in the same way scarlet and violet is um yeah so i'd be curious yeah. how you feel about that game yeah i, I really liked um the, you the, know let's the, go pikachu the renaissance era as a word. yeah <laughs> uh i really liked yeah, the Rena- the pokemon renaissance i liked let's go pikachu a lot you know i consider that my kanto game right if i were to go and play a Kanto mm-hmm. game that's like the most modern remake of that. Uh, and, you know, obviously that's a weird kind of very casual game, but it's fun. You know, it's yeah. just a fun time. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do think I'll, I'll jump into that at some point. And I, yeah, I'm excited to see how I feel about it with I have like all of these Pokemon opinions now. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I also, you know, no news, not a hot take. HMs are terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Turns out. So glad that they're gone. They, yeah, so, they, uh, they've been gone for a while and never never looked back. Yeah, that is a great part about Sun and Moon. The the writable Pokemon stuff is fun, although yeah, I don't fun. I miss the dowsing machine from Platinum in that. It's like why yeah. do I have to ride around on a dog to snip up yeah, secret to, items? Yeah, to guess where this, this these random items were. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that that's 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 fun to hear. It's fun to hear your your <coughs> your reinvigor your revisit to all those Pokemon games because I, I, yeah, it reminds me of, yeah, when I was really into those, because I thinking of the dowsing item and being like, oh, yeah, I was such a sicko at some point in X and Y, how many times I put that. I didn't I didn't need anything like that. I, I just rem- I just would pl- replay them so many times with different teams of Pokemon. I just knew where things were. I could just walk up to the blank spot and just press the button and be like, oh, there's that item. Yep. Got it. Cool. Let's keep going. I couldn't I couldn't do that now because it's been years. But I remember there was a point when I just. But so so ingrained in in like catching Pokemon and doing that stuff. So I'm thinking I have to track uh, that down someday and, and get potentially my I, collections. The the way I can culminate this is when I play Black Two, I might do that on stream as a Nuzlocke randomize because oh, I yeah. want to play Black One again pure because of the whole you know gimmick with that game is it's 150 new pokemon only until you beat the game and i, I kind of yeah. want to do that again because that's part of why i like that game so much but for black 2 when they kind of open the floodgates for that it could be fun to just do a randomized not luck and and maybe yeah. i'll stream it so that's that's kind of where my head is at at the moment mm-hmm. um but yeah pokemon very good video games i like these games yeah, a lot. yeah it turns out yeah good video games that they've, they've made a lot of and they're gonna keep making yeah. a lot of. Yeah, I'm very yeah. curious. I'm very curious about that Scarlet Violet DLC later this year. I could see it, it getting me back into it in a way. Potentially, what they do with those, if they're like new areas and like new story. Like, I kind of hope there's other updates to the game. I know they've they've talked about 
you know, passing passing through that game again. And maybe that's why the DLC, they kind of pushed that DLC into later in the year compared to like, I think the last DLCs they did. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious if that's because they're doing other updates to that, but we'll just have to see uh, where Pokemon, where Pokemon goes. Um, I don't think there's, yeah, it's just the DLCs here. I don't think there's any other new games. Yeah. Uh, probably for the best. <laughs> yes. Um, for, for Slow Pokemon. the hell down. Slow the hell down. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it though. Though. Yeah. Sorry for ranting about Pokemon. For no, 45 minutes, no, that's, but. I, that's awesome to hear. Um, always good to hear. Yeah. The, the return of Pokemon and he, he it's, it's, it's here. After I look at myself years. in the mirror and I don't know who I, I am don't know anymore. who you are. Yeah. You're Pokemon, uh, you're a Pokemon fan. That's, that's what that means. I'm a Pokemaniac. I'm a Pokemaniac. Catching them all. Um, but uh, but yeah, but yeah. Thanks everybody for hanging out as always. Listen to the show, watch you know, or watching the show, um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, bye. bye. bye.